I don't care if you've been fucking King Shark all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Project. Coming to you live direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dank as a dank shit. On my left, blue. I couldn't go to Hawaii this year for my birthday, so I brought Hawaii to me. Got that glow around. Nice. <laughs> Look at you. Far right, engineering on the ones and twos. Choke people out on threes and fours, Kronos. You can't blame everything on China. <laughs> uh, in the middle, we got uh, your boy Stitch. Can we just unleash the murder hornets at the reopen rallies? <laughs> I think we have... Uh, uh, do we have... No, we do not have Old Ninja yet. He is a root. We're going to get started, though. Yeah, so... I didn't even, he should be at home. Quarantine. Like, a, like yeah, everybody else. Well, he's working, too, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's about. So... Welcome back. I guess we'll go Let's to... Well, we have no RPs because old, Ninja, old Ninja's not here. So I guess we'll just roll right into uh, Listener of the Week. And that would be... Yeah. Oh, wrong screen. See, I'm already fucking up. It would be uh, Farzane will be our Listener of the Week. Thank you for listening. And first in the chat would be the Best Damn Network. What's going on? Oh, that's fam. Yes. What's Good to see you back in the chat again. We appreciate it. Uh, um, you I know do what? know Dan oh, RIP, but are we just going to wait for Old Ninja to pop yeah, look. He's the one that's late. Fuck him. Let's go on. Let's do a few. Like, to me, to me, one of the biggest ones, and there are a bunch of them. And these are just celebrity ones, y'all. So we know that there's, you know, plenty of people, ordinary people, losing their lives. But Little Richard passed away. Yes. Yeah. Like one of the pioneers of like rock and roll, early rock and roll, and a whole bunch of gospel singing too, and influencing. Everybody from Prince to the the Beatles and uh, James Brown and a whole bunch of folks. Like this was a big deal. Yeah, he's a highly uh, talented artist. Uh, I wish I had my little cheat sheet in front of me, but he was uh, he was up there in age. But he lived a pretty long, uh, very impactful life in terms of music and uh, rock and roll history. Yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, you know, being as flamboyant and out as he was in that era and black and doing rock and roll like you talk about a pioneer like that that was somebody uh uh that that deserved a whole lot more credit in terms of uh, just legacy and whatnot so i mean r.i.p to him yeah. i'm really surprised that we haven't had like a documentary about his life I, I guess we will eventually but like we have one for like ray charles and mm-hmm. um i guess only ray charles had a big no, uh, probably what's have. his name? Uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix did uh, the Walk the Line one for uh, Johnny, uh, Cash. Johnny Cash. One thing I've like African American oh, okay. performers. Yeah, he does kind of get pushed, uh, sort of behind like Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, and them. But uh, it's unfortunate that he doesn't get as much recognition as like those two artists do. Oh, my wife, yeah. I think he has one on Netflix. Hold on. There's one well, on Netflix. Really I like how in, um, and Black Dynamite, they had the joke about having a uh, having a little woo, and that was definitely like a, a call back to Little Richard because that was his go-to sign singing thing that he would do. Hell yeah, no, that's for real. Um, I, I do see I do see a couple others that we could just mention, even without Old Ninja, uh, the original fucking Tiger King. 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah Roy. It was, it was, yeah, that was Roy. Siegfried and Roy, Roy, Roy Horn yeah. passed away. And he got mauled by a fucking tiger. He got in the run, right? A while he ago. Sure did. Yeah. yeah, that was he a sure couple did. years back. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, what's it called? Ben Stiller's dad. Yeah. Uh, Jerry. Jerry, yeah. But Jerry. Who was on Seinfeld yeah, as well. Yeah, he passed yeah. away. He was, uh, yes, also a King of Queens, was it? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, he was, was. Uh, also on. Yeah, was he so, also? Uh, I saw a lot of us. Was he also on like Everybody Hates Raymond? Was he on that show too, or am I tripping? You gonna make a fact really check? I watched that show. It's possible. Yeah, but he was in a, a lot of different movies, and um, he passed away. I think he had cancer, right? And he died at like age of seventy-two. I feel uh, like he's older than that. that. Yeah, I thought he was older than that. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, old ninja does this. Forgive us, but yeah, he he was old. He was old, and I don't think it was Rona related. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Oh, there we oh, go. Oh there shit! This musty mouth motherfucker gonna come in here. Yeah. Your sundial off? No. <laughs> uh, I was um, doing some birthday cooking. Fuck. What? <laughs> so you struggle play ass. So J Jerry Stiller was struggle ninety-two play. years old. He was 92. 92. Yeah, that's that's a pretty full life. Yeah. Man. I say that knowing that when I'm like, if I hit 92, which I doubt, if I'm there, I'm like, I ain't ready to fucking die. Hell <laughs> so. Yeah, he's got a super long laundry list of movies he's been in and TV shows. Like, he was in Zoolander 2 with his son. He's in both of them. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking yeah. hilarious, what? man. Uh, we did all the other ones, uh, I think, old the, all the big ones, like Little Richard and uh, uh, Roy and, and Jerry Stiller. Did, did, did you want to do another one, or were you prepared, or you ain't prepared? Did you, did you, talk, did you talk about Leslie Pope and Andre uh, Harrell? No. Oh, who are they? Uh, oh, okay, so Leslie Pope, Leslie Pope is uh Oscar-nominated set designer. Uh, she... Wait, was that set designer? Yeah, she worked on Avengers Endgame, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Basically, she worked on the MCU. She passed away at 65. Uh, and then you talk about Siegfried and Roy? Yeah, yeah we did that. Yeah, and then you said Little Richard. So Andre Harrell, I believe that's how you pronounce his, name, his last name, uh, music executive who founded Uptown Records. Uh, they used to sign acts such as Jodeci, Albie Shore, Mary J's Bride. She passed away at the age of 59. Yeah, didn't he also um, discover Puffy? What? Didn't he also discover Puffy? Puff Daddy? So, uh, that was my next point. Uh, so, Harold is responsible for giving Sean Puff Daddy Combs his first music break. Uh, Harold yep. was also part of the rap, rap duo Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and he produced singles such as Genius Rap and AMPM. He then went on to work with uh, Russell Simmons, rose to general manager and vice president of uh, Def Jam, and then he set out to start Uptown Records. He was that's impressive. He was yeah, that's a young age. He was fifty nine. He had he died of uh, heart problems. And then did y'all talk about Betty Wright? No. No. So Oops. Betty Betty Wright, not to be confused with Betty White, is an R and B soul singer. Uh, she had nurtured an era of um, hip hop and basically music. If you don't know her music, which most of you, everyone probably does, uh, just to give you an uh, example, 
her one singer, her one single, Tonight is the Night, has been sampled by Slick Rick, Snoop Dogg, DJ Quick, and 90s rappers Candyman, just to name a few. Yeah. That's um, a great song. Her other hits include Clean Up Women, which was her first number one hit when she was 17. Also, No, no Pain, No Gain. Uh, and Where Is the Love, which is also hmm. another uh, cover by uh, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. She's had many, many more. She's been making music since 1966, uh, up until 2014 as a lead, and up until 2018 as a backup or a guest. She, uh, she died due to cancer, and she was 66. R.I.P. Rest in power. All right, guys. We want to start it off on this Rona report. Guy. Is that Charlie? Uh, I, nah, go ahead, go ahead, Stitch. From what I I tuned it I tuned into today, I think we're at over eighty one thousand dead in the United States. Eighty four. Okay. Eighty-four. Okay. <laughs> exactly. It depends on what hour. I'll give you the exact number right now. It's eighty-five now. Jesus Christ. Eighty-five thousand deaths. Jesus. Now. Jesus. Fucking Christ. That's, that's crazy. So yeah. Uh, so people are still dying. Uh, I mean, unless you're you've been living on the moon or something like that and don't know what's going on. Pretty much uh, same shit, different day. Just uh, we keep looking ridiculously stupid in front of the national media in terms of our our leadership um i guess we'll, we'll talk about slightly later about uh our baby president having that tirade yeah absolutely ridiculous was it georgia or kimwood state today had like the highest number of coronavirus outbreak i think they had like or not outbreak but death but they had like something like something illinois that was illinois yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because didn't they they open back up, right? Or are they still sheltering in place? It's it's a mix. I mean, you're seeing a lot from what I've been watching. Depending on whatever city and state that you're in, some of these governors want stuff to reopen and are like, "Oh, we need the economy." Blah blah blah. Like like for example, Georgia. The governor of Georgia, um, whose name escapes me off the top of my head, he's yep. all for opening. Yeah, Kemp. Yeah. He wants everything open, blah, 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 and wants everything to get back to normal, open up your delis, tattoo shops, uh, nail salons, et cetera, et cetera. But you have like the mayor of Atlanta, Georgia saying like, no, we are not open. We are not ready. Stop this. And so it seems like this is going on also in a lot of other places. Um, obviously, Georgia and slash Atlanta was uh, kind of like the first to have this public feuding between the governor and the mayor of like the largest city in the state. And uh, I assume the same thing is probably going on in Illinois. Um, I don't know what the governor has said for um, Illinois in terms of like if they wanted to just open up everything like Georgia was. But I do know the mayor of Chicago, uh, the, the female lady who's been getting memed to death because of her hair and all the stress that you can see she's gone through since she uh, took office. Um, she has kind of been on the same path as the Atlanta mayor saying like, no, we're not ready. We need testing, et cetera, et cetera. This is going to be a problem. But her name is Lori Littlefoot. Okay. Yeah. But it, it just seems like this is going on a lot of places where now all of a sudden it becomes people's lives and health versus the desire for these states 
to make money and income. And even you've seen uh, locally here in California, um, for example, Elon Musk uh, uh, is bucking back against the uh, state govern the state governor, saying like, "No, I'm I'm opening up my plant, et cetera, et cetera. I need to get back to work, make money." And and uh, Alameda County uh, health officials are just like, "No, you, you're not supposed to." So it's people are butting heads and not on the same page and uh, getting very frustrated with each other. Well, I mean, it just shows that the leadership from the top down, top down has been all fucked up. Like nobody's taking an actual leadership role. They're always they're all saying like they're just trying to push it down to like the lower level. Like the president's saying, oh, it's, it's up to the governors. And then the governors are like, oh, well, I'll do this, but it's up to the counties. And the counties, oh, it's up to the mayors. Oh, but motherfuckers, somebody please take control of this goddamn country. It's like, listen, this is what we're going to do. This is the fucking game plan. Have clear and concise guidelines to saying, like, listen, this is what you need to open up. And if, if you don't go by, these, go by these guidelines, there'll be consequences. You know what I mean? But nobody's doing that shit. And the president said there's going to be consequences to certain things, but nothing's happening because he's a fucking... He's bullshit. Like, he's not going to do anything to, like, take any kind of responsibility. He's not going to try to lead the governors or lead the states. Even when he's talking about, like, the, the national stockpile, he talks about the, the, the... I'm sorry, the federal stockpile is, like, being just part of his federal government. Motherfucker, the federal government is paid for by the people, which is paid for by the states and the cities and the counties and all that shit. The fact that they don't understand the way that our basic government works is incredibly retarded to me. And I don't understand how the, how the fuck these these people are even in power. And, like, you know, Georgia was a perfect example of, like, the governor was like, yeah, let's open up. And the, and the mayor been like, nah, we're not ready. And, like, the fact that they those two didn't talk is a fucking problem. Like, here in California, yeah. like, we, we have certain counties that are opening up. But it, it's with... Um, an understanding because there's certain states like there's certain counties in California that are very low populated so I can understand that like most people that are like not from California you think that this is all like a packed state the vast majority of California is not populated like hardly at all it, it's only populated in like the Bay Area and uh, LA County and San Diego County that's pretty much it everything else is is pretty fucking rural except for like maybe Riverside even then that's, that's basically yeah. LA County the Riverside County, but yeah, it's Fresno. Yeah, and like Georgia Fresno, County. but even Fresno is not even that dense populated. But if you go like north or anywhere else there, it's very sparsely populated. So for them to to be on lockdown when they're already socially distancing from the get go doesn't really make sense. But they need to do it by like you know a case by case basis. But they're they're not doing that, and they're not making clear guidelines on how to do it. And they're not talking to each other, and that's why we're all fucked up. Like we we've. We're looking like idiots on the on the global stage. And it's, yeah, it's funny because we needed to ask me. She was like, "Hey, you know, have have the quarantine in place been lifted?" I'm like, "I don't even know." Like, because I think LA <laughs> they extended theirs for another three months or some shit like that. Yeah. Yep. So it's like I don't know what the what the fuck we're doing. All I know, I'm staying at home, trying to stay safe and you know keep my distance from people, doing my own self covering, which a lot of people aren't doing. Well, even yeah. for like a day, the. Uh, the president came out, and that's when the CDC put out those those guidelines that the, their plan, their like geared steps for reopening, and like one of the the um, prerequisites for like step one was like, oh, you need to have like 14 days of like declining uh, um, positive results for uh, the coronavirus and stuff like that. So they put this plan out on paper, then literally in like a 24-hour time period. 
when the Georgia guy was like, now nah, we're going to do whatever we want to do. And they turn and look at, at Trump, who's, who made these guidelines and was just like, yeah, this is what everyone's going to follow. He's just like, I don't know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you mean I got to leave? It's just like, <laughs> it's just like why, why did you even waste time explaining what this plan was if you're not going to enforce the fucking plan? It's, it's just like it, he's being like a shitty parent. Like, it, it really is. Just like, no, we have a curfew. You're going to do your homework. Uh, you're going to do some chores. You're going to be in bed by 8 o'clock. Hold on. And then it's next thing you know, you got this badass teenager who's going out smoking and fucking coming in the house with boys until uh, like 1130. Hold and on, And the father's Stitch. just sitting on the couch doing nothing. Stitch, it's almost like somebody gave him millions of dollars and he was a baby and he never had to lead a day in his life. <laughs> yeah, that's what no. it's almost like. It's it's fucking yeah. amazing. He doesn't know hard work. He doesn't know how to fucking lead. Like he was born with a fucking <laughs> platinum spoon in his mouth. And this is showing now. This is why you don't vote for somebody that, that never worked hard in their life in the fucking power. Because look what yeah. he's doing. I mean, he, he doesn't know what the no. fuck he's doing. And he, he, he does. Yeah, I, I I completely agree. There's there's no sense of of, of governance whatsoever. I'll just say this though. Um, when it comes to the infection rates and the death toll uh the none of those numbers are, are, are really going to be going down even if temporarily you see them kind of leveling off in certain uh, geographic areas uh that doesn't mean shit because they can certainly spike right back up again which we're seeing all over the fucking place um even in some relatively rural areas in the country we're seeing hot spots spark up and 200% and increase in infection rates and, and higher. Um, there's no safety. There's, there's no, I've, I've said it before for months on here, there's no vaccine. Yes, you can wash your hands. Yes, you try to keep social distance to uh, mitigate the risk as much as possible, but don't be fooled. Don't be dumb enough to be fooled into thinking that there's some security or whatever. There isn't. Yeah, and there's like fake bullshit out there right now, like talking about how if we just let all let this stuff go through, we'll have herd immunity. I still don't. I think I've I've seen people that I consider smart people saying this stuff, like we'll have herd immunity without a vaccine. Like, how the fuck does that work? Like, it, 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 if it's something that you can get reinfected with, how the fuck can herd immunity honestly do anything? So let me just explain to you: with COVID nineteen, if you get it, you can get it again. After, yep. after like, getting through it and, like, coming back negative with COVID-19, you can still get reinfected. So how in the fuck, any smart person, please explain this to me, how can you get herd immunity when you can get reinfected with the same fucking virus? It is literally fucking impossible without a vaccine or without social distancing and, and, and like, literally... dangerous. Go ahead. Especially more, especially even more of a, a risk issue when you're talking about a relatively high... D mortality rate you know what i mean like yet yeah, more people recover i get all that blah 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 but there's still a substantial percentage that actually die from this you know and so why, why are you wanting to play russian roulette yeah i don't understand like we, we had a chance to to really fix this back in like what february right and i think i've mentioned it before on the podcast but it's like when when they shut down travel to china we still let in forty thousand people from china but during that same time period, there there were people that lived here from China that lived that came from China that were American nationals. All right, forty thousand people that came in. When they got here, they they didn't test them at all. They didn't check their their temperature at all. 
they didn't make them they didn't do a strict uh home quarantine for 14 days at all none of that shit happened on the east coast they didn't shut down shit at all from europe all right for a, for even a longer period of time they eventually did but the damage is already done in from in new york and you see it right now because that's one of the main thoroughfares from europe is to go through new york and so that's why they're all fucked yep. up right now because they believe that just because it came from china that it was only asians that could fucking have it for some stupid ass reason when the vast majority of the people that got infected uh in america were from europe don't get me yeah it started in china but people were infected in europe and for them to figure that out it's fucking incredibly short-sighted and to not do any sort of uh contact tracing is stupid and it even got to a point now with with these people that are conspiracy theorists when they're like oh they want to do surveillance it's like motherfucker it's not the kind of surveillance you're thinking of it's just surveillance to see who is infected and how to contact trace and if if you don't understand what contact tracing is and you are against it you're fucking stupid it's literally this is all it is let me break it down for you if you get sick they ask you who have you been around who have you contacted yep. that's what contact tracing is if you don't understand that shut the fuck up stop with your stupid ass tinfoil hat bullshit you and need to even, know who's good. Even with that, it's only as good as your memory recollection of who you've been around, and you're around a lot of strangers during normal periods of time. Yeah, that, that's. And, and you didn't take like two weeks for you to show symptoms, so like you so know, I can't remember what I did two weeks. I mean, I remember I did two weeks. Ago, I was at home. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's why it was important, you know, in February for the people that came from other countries. They should have all been. It should have been a strict for them to be like, listen, you're gonna stay your ass at home, or you're gonna stay your ass in a fucking hospital. For 14 fucking yeah. days that's like that's the only way you're gonna do this and you're gonna tell if you get be in contact with somebody you gotta tell us who the fuck you're in contact with but people want to talk about you know social liberties but now where are we now yeah like yeah this is where we get into like the the deep like legal problem with what they're doing with in america right now because we could have fixed this back in the day with inconveniencing you know less than 100,000 people but now you're inconveniencing pretty much the entire nation with no laws in the books that will protect the United States of America or local governments from lawsuits from telling people that you have to stay at home. Like, there's nothing on the books that makes this legal to do. And I know that me and Stitch, we had a conversation earlier, like a couple of days ago about this. But like the, what was the the law that you, the thing you stated about? It was uh, Massachusetts versus fucking somebody. Uh, yeah, I, Johnson I can't or some pull shit like it that. Up on my phone because I'm I'm obviously talking. Yeah, you're on right your phone. Now. But yeah, there there's this there's a Supreme Court case where in, uh, I guess what, what year was it? Nineteen. It's nineteen oh five. Twenty. Nineteen oh five. Yeah, yeah, early nineteen hundreds, where essentially the police department uh, violated well. The debate was they violated someone's Fourth Amendment, which is search and seizure, and they took somebody under. Um, they arrested somebody. They didn't commit any sort of legal crime, but they took custody of him and seized him because of, uh, I guess, a quarantine or vaccine type emergency and everything. Um, he said his civil rights were pretty much essentially violated. And so it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And then it was ruled by the Supreme Court that during that, uh, what's the club? natural disaster federal emergency uh state of emergency type situations um in the interest of public health and safety your your so-called rights um i'll put it loosely can be kind of nerfed in the interest of general public safety yeah but that, that's, that's putting it very simplistically yeah simplistically it's fine though 
you don't have it up, but I, I read about it recently because you brought it up. I, I did research it because I didn't know. So apparently it was a guy that was an immigrant. I think he was from like somewhere in Europe and he had already gotten the smallpox vaccine, but he couldn't prove it. And he said that he had adverse reaction to the small, smallpox vaccine and they wanted to give him the vaccine again. And he was like, no. So, and that was what the big problem was, is that he, he didn't want to get the smallpox vaccine again, which is something that was proven at that point, even by multiple years. Um, but he was like, no, I don't want to do it. And they threw him in, they gave him a fine and they threw him in jail for it. And so I'm right. like, I think the case you're going to talk about, is, uh, Jacobson versus Massachusetts. There we go. It was Massachusetts. All right. Yeah. 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 I, and I don't think it, like if they ran that again, I don't think that the, I don't think that it would be the same result. Um, especially like, and it's also in this instance, they can't really, um, apply it because there's no vaccine to COVID-19. So they're not forcing anybody to do anything. They're just forcing everybody to stay home. And there's nothing except for, like, martial law, maybe. Like, martial law, you could definitely make people stay at home. But we're not in a state of martial law. And they're telling people that you can't go outside. You can't do what you want to do. Um, and I don't think there's any legal precedent. Don't get me wrong. I totally believe that people should stay at home to stop the spread of this fucking virus. But there's no yeah. legal precedence right now to, like, keep everybody at home. But, but hold on, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, and we've, we've talked about this a little bit last week. The thing that I think keeps getting lost in this is after the state of emergency, and of course, all of these gov all of these states have their own legal departments as well, um, that, uh, not saying that they prevent lawsuits, because lawsuits can certainly happen, but... I think that there has been, I think that there has been some vetting on what are the appropriate or what are the legal rights that the state has during a state of emergency that have been established other times. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't, I don't have the exact law for you, but there, I do know that, that in multiple states and jurisdictions, a state of emergency has been declared. Yeah. yeah. Dur during normal states of emergencies, certain things that where you'd be free to do like your right to peacefully assemble as as put broadly uh those get nerfed because obviously it's a emergency you can't be like uh i i want to go hang out in the park with a bunch of my friends and just hang out when there's a hurricane outside the police can be like no we understand that normally you would be able to hang out in this park as much as you want or do whatever but during the state of emergency where it's a public safety issue then that doesn't apply for that situation. Um, same thing in a different example. It's like saying, oh, well, I have freedom of speech, but you can't go around yelling fire in a movie theater and shit like that because that creates another public safety issue. Well, that's, well, um, but that supersedes, this is the problem though, is that what you're saying though, it's, it's a state thing, right? But um, that doesn't supersede the constitution. And that, that's one, no, that's no, one of the a, problems. You, you have, you, you're throwing out. a state of emergency. Huh? We're in a federal federal emergency yeah but we still state state and federal emergency right now so if, if you have yeah. if if you have rights they shouldn't be they shouldn't be infringed upon that's the reason why we have rights if we're going to say that rights can just be taken away at a whim for whatever reason that they're not really rights but but we're we're going down they, we're going down a, always, a much bigger they, rabbit hole here but they always I mean, do i mean it, it's like saying like i i have the right to bear arms you don't have the right to bear arms on a airplane or when you walk into a bank. No, like, we, I mean, well, that, no, because when, when well, the places that you're talking about, they're private places, so you don't have a, you don't have the right to take your firearm. Well, airports aren't private. Yes, they are. 
Not all private. There are federal airports. Yeah, but they're, they're where, where you're. But where you're hopping onto? You're hopping onto a private airplane. There's no federal fucking airplane. But in you can't do you can't do it in the airport. Either. Yeah, but because yeah, because because you're getting on to a private airplane. Because you're getting onto a private airplane. It's the same thing when when like Twitter and Facebook when somebody says that they're infringing upon my First Amendment rights. You don't have First Amendment rights on Facebook or Twitter because it's a private server and they're private companies that are running these. It's not a federal service. Wait, what? Like, no, Twitter you, you and Facebook are not. If you say something on. What? Say again. On Facebook, you don't go to jail if you. St- that's the, the whole thing. You, you can't be in prison for saying something on Facebook. Right, but people talk <laughs> about how you, when people get banned on Facebook or Twitter, they get mad and they say they're infringing upon their First Amendment rights. You don't have First Amendment yeah, rights because on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, yeah. True. yeah. But that same that same logic applies to when you try to hop on a private airplane. Because it's a private airplane. You, you can't walk into the airport. You can't step on... You can't it's, get it's, in a building with a firearm. It's to stop you from getting onto a private airplane with the firearm. That's the reason why but they have the, that. But they still... <laughs> there there are places where your rights are infringed. In private I, I places, I think you're yes. agreeing with that. Well, like, yeah, right? yeah. Well, no, so, no, no. So well, there, there are, it, there are it depends. times it's when not, the rights are infringed during a state of emergency. It's not federally. As well. It's not federally infringed, though. If, if you're going into a, on a private property or a private, you know, whatever, those are not those are along your rights. You're you're using a service that's a private service to go onto there. You have to abide by their rules. It's not the federal rules that you're that you're breaking. They're private rules. Like, like, well, listen, man. If, if I want to come into your house right now with a gun, and you're like, hey, man, I don't want you in my house. Like those are your rules, not the federal rules. I I can't go into your house and be like, hey, well that's my gun. I'm gonna go in there and be like, you know, fuck you. You, you could you have your own private rights. Wouldn't, can wouldn't you go into a post jail? office? Would can a you, post office you, be? Wouldn't a post office be federal? A jail? Post office is federal land. You a have pe- you cannot. Okay, but yeah, there are plenty okay, of those, places those are that are now. federal. There are plenty of places that are federal that you cannot. Uh, uh, you utilize your all of your all of your rights. Okay, you're right. And so like in, in courthouse and stuff like that. This is state yeah. of emergency. Okay. Th- those are better examples. All right. Let, uh, I just I do oh, want to mention this too. Yeah, my thing. <laughs> I do want to mention this too. Um, what I find absolutely ironic is that we're talking about all these states, we're talking about all these cities and municipalities with with COVID. It's in the White House too. Like, oh, yeah. it, it, there, there's outbreaks in the White House. Fucking with this shit. And so. Yeah, I think uh, the vice president's secretary or somebody got. Who's an aide? Yeah. His, his assistant or aide or whatever. Yeah. Oh, as well as uh, two Secret Service agents. But I just, yeah. I just think it's funny Donald Trump's, I guess, his tweet that he sent out about it saying that. I, I don't even. It didn't even sound like English the way it's typed out, but it's something like, you know, she was good all the way up to this one point, and then she got tested, and things got bad, and that shows why we shouldn't be tested or something no, like that. It, he said something weird. He doesn't, that it make he doesn't understand, and most of his cabinet doesn't <laughs> understand, how a virus works. Like, they were saying that, well, she was good yesterday, so why wasn't she good today? That's the stupidest fucking argument I've ever, I ever heard in my entire life. It's like me saying if I broke my leg today that it was good yesterday, but all of a sudden now today it's broken. Like, what the fuck? Are you, you don't understand how I, fucking time works? Like, seriously. I even got a better example. It's like Lilo was pregnant 
uh, today, but she wasn't <laughs> yeah. pregnant a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's so dumb. <laughs> and this is our leader of the United States of America. Well, you can't you can't deny stuff when literally the entire public, entire world knows that it's running rampant through your literally through your home, your the White House. It, it's it's there, and you have for months not been wearing masks. Even even when you visit the uh, visit patients who have it in the hospitals, you know, like like did, you've been not only downplaying it and physically not showing any social distancing or mask or precautions, but it's in your home and in your place of work. Well, you know what's even more disrespectful to the American people in general is the fact that literally every single staffer, every single person that visits the White House gets tested every single fucking time they walk into that building. Every single fucking time. That's thousands of tests a day. Meanwhile, the average American cannot get a fucking test. Not every single American can get a test. And they're wasting thousands of fucking tests on the fucking White House. That's fucking bullshit. They, needed to st they, they should have done it from the get-go, but they should have had, like, literally virtual meetings, like, Zoom and shit like that. You don't need to have all these fucking people doing, you know, staff meetings in person and goddamn press conferences in person. Fuck that. You need to do it all fucking... We have the technology. Everybody, every other person that's in America that has a job, you know, today has to do these sorts of things. But meanwhile, the White House decides they don't want to do it. And now, now they're seeing... They're reaping their own... They're reaping what they sow. And it's fucking incredibly stupid. Do, do you know what kind of do you know what kind of national emergency? And, and this is really unprecedented. If this gets really bad in the White House, we don't know what that means for leadership and, and any decisions. I mean, obviously, we made fun of you know the Trump administration's leadership style for for a while now, but if you're incapacitated or on, in an ICU bed. And the, and the VP is too, what that means for the country and the rule, ruling is a, it's a very, yeah, it's a very interesting time. Yeah, it, it basically, go speaker of the house? yeah, it goes to Nancy Pelosi, which yeah, is fucking scary as shit too. <laughs> yeah. At least he's wearing a fucking mask. That would make a hell of a lot of people mad. Well, yeah, it may make yeah, me mad yeah, too, yeah. I don't like her either, but you know, still. It's just it, it's, it would be it would be very interesting. It, it's real cavalier with like the the entire government governmental structure of America is like not wearing masks and like wasting all these tests on people when you don't have to do it. Like they literally this is all voluntary. All these people that are going there, it's all voluntary, and they just they're just fucking us all, all over. Meanwhile, they're, they're piddling their thumbs trying to give us fucking pennies. You know what I mean? Like look li look at the the, the latest uh, stimulus packages. How long has it taken now? Yep. People have been out of work for fucking months. And they're, they're working on another stimulus package. The latest one is supposed to be $3 trillion. They're going to throw it out because they're asking for all this fucking bullshit. And they got to come up with, with another one. It's like, why are you guys even bullshitting? Congress has been out of fucking session for like, for I think it was over a month. Nobody fucking saw anybody. They, have, they didn't write any bills. They didn't do shit. And the whole government, all of them, I'm not saying just Republicans. Republicans and Democrats, they're all fucking assholes right now. People are hurting. There's over, what, 20... There's over 20 million people out of work right now over 14 percent unemployment right now people are not getting fucking paid all right and they're not helping them and they, there's gonna be way more than that I th i'm pretty sure that number is likely gonna fucking double in america if it, if it keeps going down the same track that we're going through it's very likely Just, economic but, but data saw, is, go ahead go ahead sorry 
But I but I saw a bunch of airplanes flying overhead today. I thought everything was okay. Yeah, fuck it. That was wasted money. That was fucking millions of dollars fucking wasted. That was millions of dollars. Motherfuckers don't understand how much JP-8 costs. JP-8 is the fucking jet fuel that they use for those fucking jets. It costs a lot of goddamn money. And for them to fucking use, he's basically spray money in the fucking air. Give that goddamn money to the fucking essential workers and the nurses and doctors and fucking people that are working in hospitals right now. Instead of fucking flying jets over that shit. Fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. Didn't they fly from like from San Diego all up here to the barrier and fucking back down to San Diego? Yeah, yeah. they like, took a joyride. They took a joy a joyride. It's a waste of fucking Go money. Right when I saw that, I thought that shit. I was like, are you serious? They have these fucking jets flying in the air. There was, I think it was four of them. And that's oh, yep. the war. Like, they they could use that money for something else. They're fucking fighter jets. They're not even just fucking normal jets. They're fighter jets. <laughs> like, yeah. like seriously. Like, and, what the fuck are you doing? Don't give me. And don't get me wrong, I love, like, Fleet Week and shit. I think that's yeah. always fucking fun. But read the room, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> we got other stuff going on right now. Like, Fleet Week and shit is cool when you have a surplus or when you got money to spend. Motherfucker, you, you gotta spend trillions of dollars trying to get us out of this fucking, out of this spot we're in right now. And, yeah. like, who's gonna pay right. for that? It's gonna be, you know, my kids. I don't know how, I have no idea yeah. how the fuck you're gonna pay for all this shit. Like, yeah. seriously, they, they've, they put a, putting forward all these fucking stimulus bills and shit like that, but nobody's uh, nobody's even said how we're going to pay for it. To, to make insult to injury, they're talking about cutting taxes. Motherfucker, you can't cut taxes and cut extra checks. That's that's not how it works. It's like you saying, I'm going to I'm gonna take out a $100,000 loan from a company, I'm going to take a pay cut. Yep. Like, how the fuck does that work? Well, and and you you literally will have less people paying taxes because the the unemployment rate is through the fucking roof. That's what I'm similar saying. Similar to how it is in the Great Depression. Yeah, like there's this is the dumbest fucking shit. We're living in the dumbest era ever. The dumbest <laughs> era ever. And people that are on uh, President Trump's side, they're all about it. Like, oh yeah, he's doing a great job. Motherf wait, wait until you see what's coming down the road. It's it's not going to hit during his presidency, but years from now. Somebody's gonna be like, listen, we're fucked. And we're gonna have to like start cutting back on like a lot of shit. And when I say a lot of shit, it's gonna be without like, without raising taxes. We're gonna have to cut out like a lot of programs that are gonna be very relevant to our, our lifestyle. Like education is gonna be cut even further. Fucking, they already, they already cut the CDC shit. They're, they cut spending the fucking, the COVID-19 vaccine. Motherfucker, yeah, we're in the middle. How the fuck do you do that? Yeah, right when that right when on they're on the cusp of like almost discovering and basically starting to do testing, live testing, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna take your money away." It's like, "Wait, we're about to crack this," and he's like, "Nope." nope. He's all, "You looked at me cross-eyed, so now I'm taking away your money." Didn't like, watch Spider-Man when um when Osborn was on the cusp of greatness and he fucking cut the funding? They're gonna make some crazy ass fucking yeah. lights out there with a fucking yeah. green mask and a flying fucking suit. <laughs> yep. Spraying COVID nineteen everywhere. Man, it's yeah. just. You guys wanna get into the press I mean, conference? Yeah. Uh, didn't watch it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, President Trump was doing a press conference for the COVID-19, and um, he had a little hitty fit. He had a little breakdown, baby crying, I'm going to go inside because I don't want to talk to you guys anymore situation. Basically, um, I'm like, there was an Asian reporter that had asked him about, you know, how, how are you up here bragging about 
how everybody's being tested and this and that, but you know, we still got thousands of people that are dying. And for some reason, President Trump took that as an attack and said, like, why aren't you asking China that question? And it's like, dude, she's like asking you about how you're doing your thing. And he, he just started like berating her, telling her she needs to like ask that question about China. And then like the next girl who wanted to ask a question, like he got mad at her and told her that like, hey, you lost your turn because you didn't answer, you didn't give me your question at the time and this and that. He was still answering her, the other woman, yeah. Well, I said one more time. He was still, he was answering the other woman. That's why she didn't ask her questions because he was berating her after her question. That's why she didn't talk. And then wasn't another gentleman asked a question too? I can't remember what he asked. He did. He asked a question, but then that's when he cut it short. He said, oh, no more questions. No, he, he, cut, like, it, he cut it short after the, the females asked. And he, he said that it was yeah. a nasty question. The uh, the one the guy asked, I forget, God damn, I know what you're talking about. I forgot the fucking question he worked, he asked. Oh, that's when he started talking about Obamagate. Oh, yeah, he, he asked specifically what crimes did President Obama commit? And he was like, we all know, everybody knows, everybody reports about it except for your, except for your newspaper. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I pay attention yeah. to politics. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, what about what the fuck is Obamagate? And if he's, if he's talking about the the Michael Flynn shit, motherfucker, Flynn pleaded guilty. So the fact yeah. that he's getting off right now, like, if I pleaded guilty to anything, I should be in jail, right? Like federal, and, yeah, federal this, offense. And this isn't like guilty as in like I'm pleading guilty because I have no money. Flynn has fucking money. He has connections. He pleaded guilty, guilty. All right, so get that shit the fuck out of here. Everybody seems to forget that he fucking pleaded guilty. So, I don't yeah. I don't know what Obamagate he's talking about. He doesn't want to elaborate because the shit doesn't exist. And don't get me wrong, I'm somebody that was very critical of President Obama during, during his presidency. Everybody on this podcast will tell you that. Yeah. I didn't like the guy. All right, he's I, I think he's a decent person, way more decent than than President Trump. I didn't like his policies. All right, but I don't see what fucking Obamagate he's talking about. Without somebody putting on a tinfoil hat, I don't think you can explain it to me. Like, seriously. It's some real far-reaching shit. Even if this was legitimate, which it ain't, how the fuck does it help people right now with 85,000 Americans dead and we're three years into the Trump administration? Like, read the room. We're we're talking about here and now. And it's the same guy that was talking about how they wasted money about trying to impeach him, which he got impeached. Once, but he didn't get impeached, you know, twice, which would need, which which they need to do. Meanwhile, he's focused on the past on some shit. Well, I, I have no idea where he's coming from. Just focus on our problems today, motherfucker. Not the problems, yeah. you know, three, four, seven years ago. I don't give, like, yep. those are problems, they're in the past. You want to fix them, fix them. If, if there's a problem in the past, all I want to hear from you is fucking solutions. That's it. Solutions. Yeah. But you're not giving me any fucking Good. solutions. This shit came out of nowhere, too. Like, it's like, you're, we're, we're, <clears throat> we're here talking about the coronavirus, and you all of a sudden just bring up the Obamagate out of no fucking words. Like, well, the reporter it's, did it. It's like the fucking, it's, it's like the Diggum trial again from Family Guy. He's trying to throw you off to focus on something else instead of like the, the situation at hand, so he's not like fucking being um, being cornered. Well, I mean, but but to be fair though, I mean, the reporter brought it up, not him. The reporter was asking him about what crimes did he bring up. He didn't ask him a coronavirus question. Was, but was it was it based off of him already doing some tweeting about it? Well, yeah, but it's like if, if you're uh, in a corona, possibly, I don't know. If, if you're in a <laughs> if you're in a a, a a press conference for the coronavirus, probably keep your questions towards the coronavirus. But at the same time, yeah, okay. I, I'm not giving any 
extra slack for you know President Trump. He f- what yeah. he, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So there it is. Should, should we should we shift? Because you Please, know we can, you know we could do a long ass Rona report. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's move. Okay. Can um, we talk about? Wait, no. Yes, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll grab a drink. Go ahead. Say. It. You sure? Mm. Okay. I, I I was gonna take the wheel a little bit and just mention. King Shark is a fucking shark. Is it? And he's oh, gay shit. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucks John Constantine. This is canon. Wait, was he there out there with... gay fucking... He was out there with Kanye West. Now he's a gay fish. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 Man. Like, right? For, tho- for those who don't know what the fuck I'm... Came up, I was like, wait, is it a, is King Shark a girl? Like, I was a little confused. No, but then, like, no. Okay, hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have to set it up a little bit. Sorry, I, I I jumped the gun. I'm talking about Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, DC animated movie, available digital digitally like as of last week. And I'm not going to give big spoilers because a lot of people still haven't seen it. But the biggest reveal for me on the dankest like jaw on the floor moment was John Constantine, the DC character from Britain with the with the tie and the trench coat, was like, oh, King Shark is my ex. And basically I was his bottom. Man, Damn. Man that scene had me fucking rolling. Yeah. And it's I've canon. Seen... That was legit. Dude, overall, I mean, uh, like that whole entire movie was was A plus plus. Like it was so fucking good from beginning to end. Like even the twist at the end was fucking great. I mean, I'm not really tripping about John Constantine because if you watch Legends of Tomorrow, he was flip-flopping out of different people's beds. Um, he had an affair with um, Marie Laveau's uh, grandson, and he, mm-hmm. and then he like he double-crossed him and sent him to hell just so he can come up. And then he has sex with Sarah Lance, so he didn't give a fuck on Legends of Tomorrow. Same. So I'm I'm not I'm really. I'm really not surprised about him and King Shark in the least. Damn. Okay. I was uh, my jaw was on the floor. With that. But but back to the movie itself again. But back to the movie itself. Again, I'm I'm not gonna do this spoilery shit. I'm trying to process it. I think this might have been the best DC animated movie, and they have a lot of hits. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they do have a hitch. They do have a hitch. Yeah, this is, for me, my favorite was Under the Red Hood, Batman Under the Red Hood, and this one just toppled it. It was such a great movie, and, like, basically this was MC's use in-game. Yep. Yeah. This, this is their in-game. Like, this actually was the final movie of their, of their animated franchise, so, like, all of the Batman's, um, Batman versus Robin, um, the Justice League movies, all that all tied up into this one movie, which is fucking, even Flashpoint takes, like, the beginning of the movie starts off with a line from Barry Allen's mom, which leads into the whole entire movie, which is fucking great. Yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a ton of movies, apparently, because I saw someone put, like, a list, because there's Justice League versus Teen Titans in there. Yes, play the role. Uh, uh, the one we saw at Comic Con, uh, the one I saw with uh, the Oathbreaker, um, Teen Titans, um, yeah. Judas, um, there's a contract. Yeah. yeah, there's just so many. I'm just like, what the hell? There's a lot of, there's a lot of content. 
this was trying to tie up not only loose ends, but give everybody kind of like their moment in the sun to shine in a lot of ways and give them like a, a, an arc that you're going to give a fuck about if you know these characters. And I think Blue hit the a nail on the head. Like this felt like some in-game Infinity War level stuff on the animated scale. Um, and it, it it was just well written and well acted, and it's one of those things where I bought it. I'm not sorry I bought it, and I'm gonna be watching it multiple fucking times. So you know, it's crazy. I'm giving this like a nine point. I feel like this is something we, we... I actually watched it originally bootleg, and it was so fucking good. I turned around and bought it like the full, like digital copy version. Well, and I watched it again. Like I actually paid for it. I feel like if it was not for the Rona, we, we would have already watched what? this at like WonderCon or something like that. Yeah, can you hear me? You gotta break them out. I'm breaking up. You You guys are breaking up to me. All you guys are breaking up. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you're back now. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying that like you were, but you're you're back now. You're good now. Yeah, all you guys are fucked up too. So this should have been if this if we weren't sheltering place. I think this would have made tons of money in the theaters. Not millions, but millions, definitely. Yeah. Oh man, that means the audio is gonna be kind of crazy. Well, it's coming. You guys are talking okay to me. It's like little. But one one thing, I'm not sure if you can hear me, but um, for this movie, it was hard to like guess what we fucking ever happened. Like it kept you on your toes the entire fucking time, and just we got a little bit of, we got a little taste of um. There's little pieces of that from the comics. If you guys, if you ever read the comics, there's only one character that, that shows up really. But like, you know, it once I saw it, I was like, oh shit, that's one of the new guys. Like that's fucking dope. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was really cool. It, it, for me, I will give it a. It was a combination of. Goddamn. Uh, as well, like just kind of an amalgamation of all that in a, in the best of ways. Fucking yeah. worked. All right. But I like how they have the like. I guess it. It seems like the Justice League Dark animations are all like at first i thought it was dark like in dark magic and stuff like that that's how like just the dark the, the first one that they had it seemed like it was all about magic base but this one i think just because it's rated ma like there's fucking violence there's people heads fucking being exploded uh there's fucking people dying there's bcl yeah, it's a rated r movie yeah it's definitely rated r but it's so good um, i recommend people to check it out my question to you two, since you've watched it, can you watch this film and not have to watch like the previous stuff? Can you get it if you're like just yeah. watching this solo? Yeah, if you, you know can. the characters, you know the, you know the movie. There's yeah, no you, you definitely story. can. You're gonna get more context if you've seen some of the more recent, maybe the two or three of the last five DC movie animated movies, but you can watch it blind. Honestly, you know what DC needs Just to do? Just going cold. DC needs to make, like, uh, a Spider-Man... Uh, shit. The Miles Morales one. Spider-verse. What was it called? Yeah, in, Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. They need it Into the Spider-Verse. That's what they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this movie, don't get me wrong, it sounds great. And I love DC animated movies way more than live action. But um, they need to convince uh, comic book or just casual fans. Because, like, to be honest, nobody outside of... You know, DCEU or DC animated series fans are going to watch this movie. Um, but people came out in droves to watch Into the Spider Verse. 
and it made a lot of money as, as far as like that kind of movie does and they're making another one in theaters but I, I really think that they should probably take more of their money and take it away from especially given that you know Robert Pattinson doesn't want to fucking work out for Batman I'm like what the fuck oh wow yeah take take <laughs> just fire him can the whole fucking movie and just take it and and, and push your animated yes. shit uh, into like a more prominent role for your uh, studios because to be honest, like the DCEU movies, Theatrical. yeah, the, the, it's been fucking, it's been disastrous. Like your your movies have been have been great, you know. There's, there's been a, you know, Wonder Woman was good, Aquaman was was pretty good too. But other than that, I mean, it's it's been a series of fucking disasters that they've had with continuity problems and shit like that. I've never had any of those similar problems with any of their animated movies or animated sh like shows whatsoever. And I don't know why they're dumping all this fucking money into these live action movies when they could easily just you know dump the money into distribution for their their animated shows and movies because they're better well i know I, I think one thing with the with the with justice league dark is since it was rated r i think it wouldn't do that well in the theaters compared to like spider-man where you know we got kids that uh, are able to see no it. no deadpool did great man deadpool kicked ass yeah yeah and, but like hold on i think blue is Same right i think blue is onto something because of it being an animated rated r that's a different that's a different animal well this so this is the problem i mean eventually there's going to be an animated movie that makes a bunch of money uh like uh the fucking not the phantom menace god damn it the fucking batman movie that came out way back in the day phantom the mask phantom yeah well, mask of the phantasm. mask of the phantasm mask of the phantasm that did okay. It was like the first one to come out in the theaters. It did okay, not great. And they came out at home. But that was like the one that broke the mold. Stop being fucking cowards and just fucking do it. Just push the money towards it. Because yeah. if you had told anybody prior to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse that an animated movie in the theaters would do well, they'd have fucking laughed at you. Like, seriously. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, in terms of animated movies, though, like, you got to remember, like, Pixar and Disney and DreamWorks have been putting out sorry, a billion dollar com animated movies comic for a book, while. Comic book animated movie. Sorry. Yeah, I just okay. Specified. Comic book, okay. Yeah, they would have lied to you, like, seriously. And it, it, it did great. They need, DC needs a breakout movie like that that has a wider release than just, like, only fucking nerds are watching these movies. Like, seriously, that's it. And they need to have a wider release. And I think once a wider release, people will be more used to these characters and they're written in, in such a way better manner than the movies. They need it. Yeah. yeah. Theatrical is the way to go in in the pre-Rona days or, you know, whenever we get a vaccine. I, I agree. This, this one could have done, done interesting things theatrically, but you you wouldn't... This, this one ain't for kids. This ain't for you kids at all yeah i'm just flat out but I, it, but it, i agree i think it, i think they do need to do that i mean i, I have yeah, hope you know, like, they need to get the same people who, who do the writing for the animated series do the same shit for the movies yeah mm -hmm. true they're, they're so far behind now what, though it's, it's, what's going on with so go ahead i'm sorry go ahead you're gonna say solar opposites yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna try to segue into it. Go ahead. No, no, it's all good. I, we're on the same wavelength. Um, who, who else watched this? Solar Opposites on Hulu. Uh oh, I saw. I, I saw the pilot. You saw the pilot. I seen it. I watched all the episodes. I watched, I watched all of them because there's only eight episodes. Holy shit! 
Bro, these fucking shows. Okay, so it's by the, the creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, Justin Roiland, I think his name is. And one of mm. the other guys. I forget what his name is. But these... Dan Harmon. Oh, Dan Harmon. Yeah. Dan Harmon. These... Uh, this show is insane. It's basically... It starts off kind of normal, and then it goes to, like, an 11, like, really quickly. Like, in the middle of the episode. Well, hold on. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It doesn't even start off that normal. Well, it starts off... It doesn't off... even start off normal. Well, yeah, but it doesn't start off, like, at an 11. Like, I watched the show, oh, okay. and I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, and then all of a sudden, it's like, crazy shit happens. But, like, guts are getting... Fuck, people are getting eviscerated, and people are getting shrunk down yeah. and exploded and shit. I'm just like, what the fuck am I, what am I watching? Like, it's so insane. Uh, in the first episodes, they basically recreate like an elf-looking character, <laughs> yeah. and then they make like a an unlike an uncultured one that's all like eyes hanging off, and then they merge into a giant one and end up tearing through the city. Like, and it's all fucked kills up. Kills a whole neighborhood. Yeah, I was it, like, what the fuck? This is the first fucking episode. I was not prepared. Like, this is fucking crazy. I wasn't either, but I, it's like, imagine if Rick and Morty had like all the wheels just come off as they're going downhill kind of thing it's like because they don't they're not um they're not really hindered by like uh cartoon network because it's no. on hulu yeah you can watch this on hulu and it's totally unfiltered they say all kinds of shit like just they don't give a fuck really they let them run loose and it shows in eight episodes so yeah it's like the, the part where they were like they shrunk down people and they're like left them in like the like the Basically a hamster cage. The wall. Like the wall thing. The wall, I was just like, the wall. God the damn. Wall. They had like wall people. I was just, they had their own like little society. So which, and then like some dude. What? what like, <laughs> no, no, no. There's like, what? they would only feed them candy. Like they wouldn't feed them like real food. They give them candy. Like people have di diabetes and shit. And then there's like a guy who's like the, there's like the, he's kind of like Tony Montana. And he's like, he has like all yeah. the, he has insulin and shit like that. And like, everybody's like dying of fucking diabetes and shit. I'm just like, dude, this is all yeah. fucked up. So to give you reference, like one of the alien kids, he has this weird fetish of like shrinking down humans. And well, he puts them. offended him somehow. Well, no, but he, he's obsessed with it. He claims that they offend him. He kept doing it randomly. Yeah, he did. And, yeah. um. He like puts them in it's literally a human ant farm. Yeah. And he puts <laughs> better them, and it's the size of a, oh like the wall in his bedroom. So from ceiling to floor, it's a giant human ant farm. And the way to explain the life inside there, it's like Mad Max <laughs> meets um Escape from New York. <laughs> yeah, it's Mad Max Escape from New York and like um the fly and like there's like one other crazy post-apocalyptic like movie in term all in one and i did not expect that it was going to turn into its own storyline i thought it was yeah. just going to be like a a, a, a running Side joke story. it turned into a whole fucking story with characters and everything oh, one yeah. of the characters is christina hendrix oh she's nice. the uh, she's the benny Han she's the benny hunter waitress oh she was badass yeah she was cutting off fingers and oh, shit my like, yeah. oh my god <laughs> This, I mean, honestly, the, I, I've been—it's it's just fucking crazy. I've been impressed with the show so far. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. If you like, um, you know, Rick and Morty, definitely watch this show. Like, it's right up your alley. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of more extreme, but only because like they ramp it up like so quickly. Like, it starts every episode starts off at, like a certain level, and they go up by like by a factor of fucking ten by like the middle. <laughs> and it's like, what am I watching Real at this quick. point? Like, why is everybody well, I mean, dying? I mean, funny. With the with the intro, they kind of take a page from the Simpsons, where the intro is, it's not 
the intro is still the same, except that the guy speaking, the narrator, is saying something else. Like, every time it's something else that he says at the end, which is fucking funny as hell. The best one yeah, that I've seen... Yeah, he says some crazy shit. I didn't, recognize, I didn't recognize that they were doing that until, like, he said literally... Everybody on Earth is something like this along these lines. He said everybody on Earth says they love old people, but nobody's fucking old people. I'm fucking old people. I love old people. Yeah, <laughs> I was he, like, what? Said, that shit was hilarious. 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 Uh, I didn't get it until someone brought up the point where he gets pissed off about what humans did to the dinosaurs. Because he's like, where the fuck are the dinosaurs? What the fuck did you people do with all the dinosaurs? Yeah. I was That's like, awesome. what the fuck? It's fucking the, crazy. The thing that the thing that got me, and I've only seen the pilot. I'm definitely gonna watch like the rest of them, uh, probably this weekend. The thing that got me though was, like, the art is the same, and the voice acting is just, it, it's, it's Rick very and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's Rick and Morty. It, it looks and feels and sounds the same, and I already love Rick and Morty, so this is this is it. It gets if you've only seen the pilot, it just gets crazier. <laughs> the uh, probably one of the best characters on the show to me, in my opinion, is a character that speaks the less, the least, and it's the the pupa. The pupa, the yeah. Pupa's like yeah. One, <laughs> the pupa's one of the best, one of the best characters on the fucking show. You know, the, you know, the pupa reminds me of. He reminds me of Silky from Teen Titans. Yeah. Like this yeah. scene where Pukey goes, or he goes into like some old lady's house and she gives him candy. And if that's where, like, shit just kind of goes downhill from there. But, like, his adventures that he goes on really reminds me of fucking Silky. And he doesn't talk. He goes on adventures every episode and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything for, like, ever. And it's fucking, it's fucking hilarious. Well, he but, has the best fucking story. What's crazy, well, though, is that the... Like, the, the episode where they, were, like, the episode about the people on the wall. Like, if you pay attention to, like, because they can see into the kid's bedroom. If you pay attention to what's going on in the bedroom... Like, there's literally a fucking a bear fight that breaks out, and it's like, wait, what the fuck did I just miss? <laughs> yeah. So this, this is what fucked me up. The name of that episode is Corvo and Terry uh, Steal a Bear. And literally <laughs> the whole episode is nothing about that. It's literally about the wall. You literally see them like with the bear for, like, maybe four seconds. Well, you literally yeah. see four seconds of them at the barrier. Well, this is why it's awesome, is because you have to like look outside the screen. So there's like the the magic episode. <laughs> every every single time, every single time that Corvo like did his whole "I'm gonna disappear" thing, you can oh, see yeah. him in the background running somewhere else. It's fucking hilarious. Every single fucking, fucking time hilarious. he does it. But you have to look. Uh, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing because the first time I saw that, I'm like, dude, he's running up the stairs. Up the stairs, yeah. And he does it when he's like, when his feelings get hurt, he does his little magic disappear thing, and you see him just take off. And then when they do it blatantly, he's all, "Screw you guys! I'm gonna do what I want to do." And he throws it, and he runs late, and you just see him run up the stairs as the smoke is already dissipated. I'm just yeah, like, the shit is so fucking funny. The one with the man cave with the neon light that they got. That shit. Oh, had <laughs> Oh, dude, they had a they had a cuck bot, a cuck bot. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god, this is all bad. They had a cuck bot. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, listen, if you don't have Hulu, this is a good reason to get Hulu. I mean, I, I get Hulu. Fucking Hulu is basically my my cable box. I have Hulu Plus, I think it's called. So I, I get like all this. Oh, shit. yeah. Because PlayStation, PlayStation View they shut down earlier this year. And so I was very sad. Shed a couple tears, thug tears, so not real tears. But I'm just saying, I, I went on Hulu and now I'm getting you know extra shit. But I'm definitely glad I got Hulu because um, this show alone is worth it for me. I was like, damn, it, it's so funny. 
It's fucking crazy. Some I'm of the episodes were so, they were so crazy. I had to watch them twice. They're like, what the just hell? fucking happened? Yeah. I need to rewind the tape because they throw so much shit at you that you have to kind of go back and be like, did I, did I really see that? Yeah, I did. I did fucking see that. Did he really say this? Yes, they did fucking say that shit. Like the teachers. When you see the teachers in the school, the shit that they do, <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. did they <laughs> they just showed that. Oh my god, it's fucking crazy. Dude, the, crazy the one thing, sorry, I, I keep going back to the people on the wall, but the, the episode with the people on the wall when uh when they start having sex and the fucking people think, oh, shut up in the place. <laughs> Everybody thinks, oh, like, I, I fucking died. It was funny because like I was watching a show and you know there's like a running gag with anime like you know when you watch an anime alone but when 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 your parents walk in the room they always have like the, the big ass titties and shit like literally mm-hmm. the sweetness was walking into the room and she's like what the fuck are you watching like there's these Damn. anime characters fucking all the work I'm like holy shit what the hell dude that scene Plus, had me dying that was yeah. probably the funniest scene and it involved pupa again so it was fucking even more hilarious it was fucking great. It was so good. It's a great show. It's really, really fucking good. It's fucking crazy. So wait, does it come out on Fox too, or is it just only on Hulu? It's, it's just on, on Hulu. Hulu. It's a Hulu, Hulu. Hulu original. Oh, okay, that's cool. Even though, even though it's it says Fox like on it, it, it's produced by Fox, but for some reason it's only on Hulu. <laughs> so it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Okay, just because I saw commercials and stuff for it, I thought it was on Fox as well. No, it's like I think that's the studio they're coming through. Is is Fox? Because w- if you watch on Hulu, it says like Fox Studios or whatever mm-hmm. on there, but it's only on Hulu. Anyway, let's uh, move on to uh, to Rick and Morty. Did y'all watch the latest episode? Sure oh my did. god! Oh my is it god! The one? It's the one with no. the the Glor no. Glorzo with the fucking face yeah, yeah. hugger thing. The face hugger. The nut yeah, sacks. Face hugger. <laughs> fucking. It's stunk. a side. Oh damn! The, the the part that got me was though they, they did they do this and look I don't care who gets offended that shit where they almost did the nine eleven shit and then they decided to do the Pearl Harbor yeah. I fucking died. That was that was comedic that was comedic platinum right there like seriously yeah when they did that shit they were like oh we're gonna hit the towers no we can't do that we can do a Pearl Harbor though I was like dude because enough time has passed enough time has passed. So, but not for 9 11. I was all So bad. fucking funny, man. But I love the tributes to aliens, obviously, that was all through this. And I, and I just, <laughs> I love how I, I, it never gets old to me fucking Rick and fucking Morty talking shit to Summer. Like, you dumb bitch. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> yeah, but she was the queen. God damn it. She was yeah, the queen was bitch the queen. in this one. <laughs> she got redeemed. <laughs> Yeah, the best part is how they came home and like Beth was like, "Oh, so where's Summer?" And they're like, "Oh, Summer." Like they had no idea someone was with them. They left her oh. back there. It was that shit was I had me fucking dying. Old like, ninja. Oh, shit. The best part about yeah. that is that they were literally gone for months. Yeah. <laughs> like I, yep. you don't realize that until later on in the episode, but they were gone for yeah. months. Yep. And she was like, well, yeah, where's yep. Summer? <laughs> yeah, it was hella funny. And Beth was cool with this. She's like, oh, yeah, I take the kids to be gone for like two, three months. I, I don't give a fuck. Uh, where's oh, Summer, though? Oh, Summer's in a room. She's sleeping. They're like, fuck, we got to go get fucking Summer. I'm like, oh, my God. This is too I much. Like the, the toothpick made her queen, basically. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. If you're, if you're in the wall, if you're on the wall in Solar Opposites, toothpicks will make you fucking start a revolution. Oh, yeah, especially the fancy ones. 
Gotta get the fancy mm-hmm. toothpicks. What's funny because I watched the last made episode, the... episode of the train, and that shit was fucking. Because right for some reason the like the newest episodes aren't available like online yet, so I haven't had a chance to watch it. But the train episode was fucking funny with that, like the whole scene where Morty had to tell a story about like lesbianism, and he used his mom and his sister for a fucking example. <laughs> and uh, they had, sh- <laughs> They, that talked was all their, they talked about their periods, and they had to go outside that was, and kill fucking scorpions. So, so what they were, what they, what they actually mentioned by name Thank was the Bechtel feminist yeah. test, where yeah. you have to have two two female characters talking to each other about a non, not a male, um, for a certain amount of time for a movie to pass this test. And so they did it in the in the episode, but it was fucking hilarious because it was all about women talking about their periods and shit. That yeah, was, it, was it was just funny. It was great. And they brought in this. Supreme Court justice chick in there too. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh my god. Well, I was like, what the shit? What was awesome about that episode is that most people don't realize this shit is that they literally did the hero's journey. So when he's looking at the circle, yeah. that's the it, there's the, a thing called the hero's journey, but Dan Harmon updated it and it's like mm-hmm. the Dan Harmon hero's journey. And it's like literally when they're doing like the circle thing, that's what it is. So like when they're doing like all this shit, it's literally steps of the hero's journey. And the whole Bechtel okay. test thing was hilarious because it's kind of a it's kind of a bullshit test. It's, it's stupid because the Bechtel test makes it seem like any every woman should not want to watch a movie that doesn't pass this test. But those movies don't sell well. So if you have a problem with like those sorts of stories, then you have a problem with women as well. But nobody nobody that's on that side wants to admit that is that people want to ha- want to watch good movies. Regardless of your very narrow view of what you think the world should be, what kind of I will add one more thing, thing to that. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say one more thing to that. It 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 also pretty much eliminates almost all historically accurate war movies where you have mostly you know the trenches and whatnot. And there's been a lot of great epic war movies, you know, Saving Private Ryan and Black Hawk Down and all that. All those movies have a majority, because of historical purposes, majority male cast doing the fighting in those movies. It doesn't make them bad movies. Prodigy, how dare you? That's the patriarchy. That's all men. <laughs> Come on, man. You're, just, you're feeding in the patriarchy. There's an episode of Family, not Family Guy, Adventure Time. Hold on, hold on. Where, uh, Women could have done that. They could have followed those wars. Where Jake, Fanny and Jake goes on a hero's journey where they're on a train, they're like going around in a circle just doing quests every train cart they go through. Oh, which nice. Is similar to what they did with Rick and Morty. Yeah, I mean. Oh, Morty. damn. It's, it's, it's honestly their, their love letters to uh, the, the traditional storyline of, you know, heroes and like the, the Dan Harmon, like, modif- it's not really modified, but it's like, it's a better, his, Dan Harmon's version of the, the hero's journey is a better version of the hero's journey. So, if you look at it in writing a book, on, they touch on uh, evil Morty like toward the end. Oh, yeah, there's like Morty a, a the possible, possible future. To Dude, I, I even love the whole dig on Star Wars. Like, oh, we're not oh, yeah. killing all these innocent people, all these innocent aliens. It's like Star Wars, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not Actually, people. It's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, it's funny going back to Solar Opposites again. They have a uh, episode where you have to. They had to write about the patriarchy and the the teacher's a woman. So she's like, men, all the guys have to draw a lightsaber and all the women have to write an article about how yeah. they 
They had how they defeated the patriarchy. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, <laughs> that shit, you didn't see that one. In no. Solar opposites. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm not done with the the season yet. I'm watching it with K Mac, and we like we have shit to do. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that episode as, as in each other. Hilarious. From time to time, I'm just saying. <laughs> but we we well, gotta watch it. It's hilarious. Oh, Should should we switch it? Should we switch it up a little bit, man? There there was some big news that came out literally just today, and I think all of us are. Uh, quite excited about it. We're getting brand new The God Tony Hawk remastered pro skater coming soon. What y'all think? Yeah, it came out yesterday, I think it was. But yeah, I'm yeah. definitely excited because the first two were definitely, they, they defined a genre for sure. Mm-hmm. And they were all excellent. Like, so prior to the skate, prior to Tony Hawk pro skater, we had like skate or die, right? And those are, those are oh, great. Yeah. It's Skater Die yeah, 2 with the bees chasing you and shit like that. They were great games, but Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I think it was the P- the first PlayStation, right? Or maybe PS2? So. Was that PS1 mm, or PS2? I can't remember. I can't remember. But they were fucking great. I, I fucking love those yeah. games. They were, they were so excellent. And they're, they're remastering it onto the uh, the modern consoles, and I think it's going to do... Uh, I'm going to get them. Because they, they look great from what I... See, l- listen, you don't need to, like drastically update those games to me to have fun but they did drastically update the game so i'm gonna gonna have even more fun what do you guys think yeah so originally came out on the playstation the 64 game boy color dreamcast and engage yeah engage holy shit that's a nokia fucking console what you guys know about that dude yeah what what What's cool, what's cool about the the Tony Hawk game was the fucking soundtrack. Like that shit fucking killed. Like you can be playing with your friends and just playing a fucking dope fucking rock music and shit. That shit. Was Dude, it was all late '90s, early 2000s alternative funk shit that was just yeah. It, it was everything. And then I remember, so I, they had the X Games in San Francisco. Um, I want to say either '99 or 2000, um, but it was on the pier, and I was there. And he was trying his fucking best to get that 900 for the very first time. Yeah. And it, he, he was like failing five or six times in a row. And the crowd was fucking hyped up and pumped. And Tony, Tony, Tony. He finally got that shit. And man, I will never forget. I had never seen a crowd go fucking ape shit like that. Prodigy. Ever in my fucking can, life. Can, can I More de- than any sports event. Can I destroy like both of our childhoods right now? There was a kid, I think what? it was today, that did a 1080 on a skateboard. He was 11 years old. Yeah, uh, I heard about that. Record. Yeah, um, I was like, holy shit. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time for somebody to break that record. Yeah. Yeah. But 11 years old. Yeah. That's impressive. But, Tony mean, been skating for 40 uh, years and, and was able to do it that one time. That, that one time after all that practice. Yeah. 11. Shit. But he, the little, the old has done a fucking loop de loop on a skateboard, so Tony still got on that. <laughs> he's gonna do a, a double loop de loop. That's what he's gonna do right now. <laughs> yeah. The double loop. What was kind of cool about the with the Tony Hawk skate uh, skateboarding game was that um, like there's some parts of it that was based in San Francisco and like literally every time I go to this one spot in San Francisco I'm like hey that's the that's that one part of the game from Tony Hawk the one with the art the art sculpture that's in mm-hmm. San Francisco near the pier that has like the the cubes or whatever like every oh. time I see that I always think of Tony Hawk. Yep. Okay. You guys know what, what some of these young yeah, I know. I think one by Embarcadero. Yeah. 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 So, some of these youngsters don't know who the fuck Tony Hawk is. That's a fucking you better shame. tell these goddamn yeah. kids. 
sad day. If you ride a skateboard, Fucking it's probably legend. because it because of Tony Hawk. I mean, like seriously. He's a yep. he's a fucking skateboarding yep. legend. Like he he's he has broken like records. He's he's been a pioneer for skateboarding. Like I remember having like I used to have some of his skateboards back in the day. I'm a fucking when I was a kid I was a rollerblader, but I still had skateboards. Mm-hmm. And I think I had a I had a Tony Hawk skateboard back in the day. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 You gotta you gotta respect that legacy and shit, man. It, it's it's just I'm I'm fucking excited. The now, did y'all see this uh, buttery-ass, high-definition nerd porn of this Unreal 5? I'm not a tech guy. Tell tell me why this is so impressive. Jesus Christ. Well, one of the reasons why... I mean, listen, this is what's kind of weird about when we have any kind of tech demo, is that they always try to improve upon the same things. And it's always it's usually lighting, right? Lighting and textures. Always lighting. Yeah, but lighting is almost always on the top list, right? Oh, oh yeah, that and water. That and water. Yeah, well, we pretty much conquered water at this point. But lighting is still a, a thing, and, like, spectral effects and shit like that. Anyway, this tech demo for the Unreal 5 engine on, on the PS5 um, looked fucking amazing. Like, they were doing, like, this whole um, lighting effects and, like, using, like, triangles in a certain way. And, like, basically everything, like, looked way more high-def than what we're seeing right now. And I, I've said it for like a while now. I'm like, are we getting too realistic at this point in time? Because, uh, you know, the the PS4 and the Xbox One and Xbox One X and all that shit, we're getting to the point to where it's very difficult to like differentiate reality from, you know, a video game. Um, but Jesus Christ, this P, this Emerald 5 tech demo is getting even more, more realistic. And for me... I mean, it's great for, like, consoles, but what I'm looking forward to is seeing this shit excuse VR. Me, in VR. Yes. Blue from where my mind. When you get this shit in VR, that's when, like, we're gonna, you're gonna get rid of this whole, like, screen door effect, getting real, you're gonna get rid of, like, is this really reality or is it not? What I saw in the tech demo is very hard to differentiate from, like, reality. Like, seriously. Like, if, if you watch it, it's just like, unless you watch, like, I'm watching for certain things. Like, the, the lady that was walking, I can tell by her hair that it's not real, but the environment was like, that. the environment looked real as fuck. And yep. and this is just like, it, this This is before the console comes out. It's only going to get better. Oh, yeah. This is just like, like they said, it's a demo before developers really harness the power and the capabilities, which is years away years away and it's just gonna and they even said during like uh i don't know which one you guys watched i watched the uh the epic games one yeah they're talking about how they want movie style effects on the console and that's where in um, that whole photorealistic um hard to differentiate graphics are going to start coming in within the next like two to three years and it's going to be it's going to be cool but it's going to be like kind of jarring because like Especially if you're in VR, you're gonna be asking people, "Are they really real, or did you take your headset off? Like, are you stuck in the Matrix?" Or... <laughs> you're, you're gonna be at your kid's birthday party wondering if they still got tickets. Shit. So it, yeah, it it's gonna be an exciting time. I hope. I mean, they're they're giving them the developers a tool to make like really really crazy worlds i mean imagine 
a next gen God of War with this level of realism, you know, and and Even the, the last one was fucking pretty damn good. Yeah, and imagine that now they're able to expand on top of that. That's just that's insane. Well, you know what's insane. weird about what's weird about God of War is that I I feel like God of War, for me, it's like one of my favorite. It's in the, like my top three video games of all time, easily. All right, and the reason why God of War was so good is that not only was it um, graphically amazing, but the, the story was good, and then there was no fucking... There's literally... Virtually no load screens. Yep. If you played the game, like, without... There's there's literally only one uh, load screen throughout the entire game, and, and it's when you want to, like, fast travel. But they did it in such oh, a good way man. to where you don't realize that you were fast traveling. You had to go through a gate... And then, like, you had to find the next gate. And that was, like, their sneaky-ass way to, like, load the next shit. But it's going to get to a point to where there's going to be, like, no load screens. And I, I have no mm. idea. And, like, Spider-Man did it, too. So Spider-Man on the last the last generation, or the PS4, um, it did a really good job on, like, hiding load screens as well. And yep. I think that's going to be the future for, like, most video games going going forward. But, I mean, to me, God of War, they, they were the first ones to do it correctly. Yeah, I mean, I, I I just got finished with my my second playthrough of Red Dead, and oh, it's a great game. I feel yeah. like that one did did that as well in terms of like just it felt pretty much seamless. The only thing I, I felt was when I'd walk through certain doors and go into camp, it would slow he, they would slow Arthur down. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. it felt it felt perfect. I'm I'm glad you're playing that you're finally played through uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Did, did you get get to the whole game and like the end game? Yeah, oh, I, be, I, I beat it twice. Oh, yeah. so do, do you see now why I said it was the, the greatest prequel of all time? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, after I, um, I after I beat the beat it the first time, but you know the hard way, I, I was thoroughly impressed. That's why I went back immediately and just played it again as a White Hat and doing it the right way. Uh, prequel wise, it, it, it's it. I think it. it uh, it's just another example of Rockstar being at the the peak of their their powers right now. You know, I mean, they didn't rest on their laurels from GTA Five. I still think GTA Five is probably for me the, my my favorite game of all time. But uh, Red Dead gives it Red Dead Two gives it a run for its money. It, it's there's no real flaws in it, other than you have to get used to its pacing. Well, this was weird for me, but like, so both me and Prodigy we play our games generally speaking vastly differently so like mm -hmm. usually prodigy is like the bad guy <laughs> and i always play yeah, as the yeah. good guy and so in red dead redemption 2 um arthur always felt like a good like most people like when i'm playing because i always you know project my personality onto somebody not that i'm always good but i try to be a good guy but arthur to me always felt like a good guy so if you play that game you try to be a bad guy it would seem very weird. Is that the way you felt when you first played it? Yeah, well, absolutely. And not only that, it was five to eight times harder as yeah, a bad guy. I understand like, that, yeah. Yeah, like the law was, especially early on, the law was relentless. Yeah. With you. Oh, yeah if you didn't yeah. pay your bounties or you fucked up or you stole a horse, you shot somebody, like you <laughs> really were on guard. It was almost unplayable early on. Because you, you haven't leveled up, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough gear yeah, to have weapons. like, yeah, the weapons or the good bullets. It, it's hard to bullets. play that evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what fucked me up is bounty hunters. They would set yeah. traps for you 
And they were like, hey, can you help me? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I help you try to help them. And then all of a sudden, oh, I got you, bitch. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, so you got to either kill them or try to run away. And they would have another crew in the bushes and a wagon would try to block you off and shit. I was like, holy shit. Well, to me, though, that, that's... Yeah. I guess I'll pay my bounties. That's more realistic to me. Yeah. It's like, how oh, much yeah. like that happen? Like, if you're a bad guy, like, people are going to try to, like, fuck you over. Because you fucked them over. Mm-hmm. So. It, it, it mm-hmm. makes total sense. It's just, I'm so used to the video game-ness, and this had a lot of simulation in it. Like, you're yeah. literally petting your fucking horse. You're literally oiling your gun, you yeah. know, down mm-hmm. to that level of detail. But it, it it's it's amazing. It, uh, the, other, the other thing that tripped me out was, uh, it took me looking it up, like, the perfect pelt thing, really oh, fucked fuck me up. Yeah, that was yeah. hard as fuck to Dude, do. Yeah, you so, gotta be a good hunter. So you know what's crazy? In, in that game, I got really lucky because like early in the game, you have a mission to where you can um, you have to fight like some legendary bear. Yep. And like somehow I fucking won. And I almost <laughs> got lucky as fuck but I don't understand how I won but like most people they said that it's, it's impossible but I won that fight. And I got that that bear pelt pelt and like hat super early on, mm-hmm. and it's just like that, that was Boom. awesome. What's up? I said you were Daniel, Daniel Boom. Basically, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna wear this motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, it was like it was pretty insane to like get legendary like loot like basically like two hours into the game. Yeah, it, it, it's fantastic. Uh- Right. Hey, get, to, get uh, Tony Hawk. His birthday was yesterday. He turned uh, 52. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. But, uh, it's, it's how old is he? Yeah, he just turned 52 yesterday. Wait, who did? I'm oh, sorry. Did he? Tony Hawk. Oh, Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's an older guy. Yeah, and I, I, didn't, I didn't know. Uh, I guess I did know this, but Tony Hawk is 5'3". Or, sorry, not 5'3". 6'3". Yeah, he's tall. Oh, he's 5'3". Yeah, he's tall. He's a tall, lucky dude. Um, Stitch. Did you see this shit with uh, PlayStation Studios? Uh, they're doing a branding of their first party stuff as, as kind of like, trying to be like Marvel Studios in, in a certain way in terms of their branding, but like their Horizons, their God, their, uh, God of War, their Spidey, it's gonna be under the banner of uh, uh, PlayStation Studios. I wanted to get your get you uh, oh, no. your opinion on that. I did not see that. Uh, did that news drop today or? I think it was yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it dropped yesterday. Oh, I completely missed that. So, no, uh, I don't know anything about that. That sounds kind of interesting. So they're just kind of like making it their own kind of like squad or whatever. Just trying to put that like label on on their their IPs that they have. The poster had like um, like a a Marvel poster with all the characters on there. uh, All that one (laughs) with the main character in the back overshadowing all the other ones. And yeah, it basically basically looked like (laughs) in-game. Oh, I think I did see a, a photo of that, but I don't think I read the details on it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me. I'm down. I'm... I, I like, the, I like the branding aspect because uh, obviously these are different studios. The difference between Naughty Dog and Santa Monica Studios or FromSoft or whoever. Um, like, if, there, if it's a first-party Sony game, it being all under one banner and them kind of celebrating that in a in an organized manner from a marketing standpoint, that's that's impressive. That's going to be very fucking interesting to see how they they move forward, especially with PS Five on the on the horizon right now. Yeah, yeah. We'll fucking see. Um, All right. So, Prodigy, uh, I got something for you. This is right up your alley. You're you're what just you about your girl. 
Doja Cat. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> so Doja. <laughs> that was my girl so before Doja his girl. Cat, uh, so Doja Cat. Uh, I guess she promised her fandom that if she had a number one single, she would show her titties. <laughs> she has a number one single currently with Mi- Nicki Minaj because they're crediting the both of them is doing it. Um, so Nicki Minaj has her, huh? Don't they hate each other? No, they did a track together. I think you're thinking of um, Cardi Card? B and Nicki. Yeah. So yeah, Doja sure. Cat and Nicki Minaj they have Same a track good, together. Right? <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Uh, it hit number one, right? So they both got their number ones. Congratulations, Jay. But then when fans came in like, hey, we got you your number one, where them titties at? She put up a post and was like, well, y'all got played. Like, I ain't showing my titty. Y'all thought I was. She literally posted on Instagram Live that I ain't showing my titties. Uh, she says some shit to the fact like uh, she's a little bit nasty, but she's a little bit um, scam scam. She's all y'all got played. Y'all should have known this. What you got to say about this, Prodigy? What's wrong with the world? Leaked nudes are gonna. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, No. (laughs) Now here's the thing. I thought it was hilarious, but I laughed my fucking ass off about this shit. I like her music. I like her personality. I like the the winks and nods to anime and shit that she does, along with I guess Megan The Stallion does that too. But uh, I think she's a talented fucking artist, and I, I. Anybody who really believed that she was just going to be nude because she had a number one, that, that wasn't going to fucking happen. Like, no. People were uh, smoking crack on some simp shit. Yeah. Uh, oh. People... <laughs> I would put a pen on us. But yeah, if you like so much. Oh, on this topic. no. No, don't do it. Wait, wait, wait. So, uh, Cake Man in the chat said he's upset about this. That she she ain't nothing but an oath breaker too. <laughs> oh, I, I don't give a fuck. Listen, I, yeah. I, I've been I've been a fan of Doja Cat. The same cloth. Yeah, I've been a fan of Doja Cat since like Purr, like her album from like 2014. Yeah, pretty sure. Been doing it fuck, yeah. It's a while ago. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's a while back. Um, honestly, I don't give a shit if if she doesn't want to show her titties. I'm fine with that. I, I enjoy her music. And I'm cool with her. Like, honestly, she should be a bigger artist than than what she is. You know what's funny is like I was going through our our YouTube comments, and somebody was saying how Doja Cat doesn't have as good as verses as Nicki Minaj. I didn't know she had a song with Nicki Minaj, which which is hilarious. But so um, they remixed. What's up? They remixed something together. They remixed her current song. Yeah, they remixed what? um. Uh, say so. So originally, it's just Doja the remix made it to number one. Okay, well, either way, I mean, I enjoy her music. I like her more as an artist and as a person than Nicki Minaj. That's me personally. I mean, Doja is more natural <laughs> than Nicki Minaj, and I, I like her verses. She's like way more quirky, and she's like just kind of weird. I, I like that shit. Geek. She's a geek, like us. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. Her her notch like anime like listen to fucking Moo, like watch the watch the the video to Moo, and like don't tell me that she doesn't watch anime. It's fucking hilarious, yeah. hilarious. And what's weird to me is that so Moo like blew her up, but I was listening to her since like so high, which is like her mm-hmm. like older way older song. And which we did I, react to. Check that out. Yeah. On our YouTube channel. Which we did. 
People complain about our reacts though, but I don't get fuck those people. Anyway, um, keep doing what you're doing. Like, people just want to see your titties. Like, fuck them people, man. <laughs> Seriously, I don't give a fuck. So, I will say a big fuck you to the simping fans that got so mad that they released personal information. Oh, that's fucked up. Fuck you that's for doing up. that. They doxed her? Yeah, you can't, you can't expect... She's not... You don't own her. You don't own her titties. If she didn't show you her titties, you just have to deal with it. Plain and simple. If she ain't showing them titties, I mean, she may be an oathbreaker. I get that. You can be <laughs> upset all you want, but don't be trying to threaten her or come after her just because you didn't get your titties. Listen, she trolled... She, she, shows, she trolled you. She shows a lot on she her does. videos. So it's like... If you want to see more, it's like, get a girlfriend. I mean, seriously. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Or get a fat boyfriend. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> did, did you pay her to see your titties? No, you didn't. Yeah. Like, you'll, you'll be no. fine. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm only fans. Why did, you, why, did you, why did you upset people with your take on something? Uh, yeah. So, you know what's funny? What's funny to me is um, there's always this weird... Uh, sensitive uh, line that people have when it comes to what I think all of us in our generation have grown up with in terms of just poking fun at, which is called like the friend zone. And oh, damn. If, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, oh. some people get really butthurt about even that phrase and said, oh, it doesn't exist and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, if you've been attracted to someone and they're not attracted to you and they only want to be friends with you, and you've expressed that you're attracted to them, whether you're male or female, that could be classified as being in the the, uh, the friend zone. Whether you choose to remain close to that person or not, that's neither here nor there. The friend zone exists. I posted some kind of meme, just kind of nonchalantly, and I guess it blew up because it's a, it's a landmine of an issue. Whenever you mention simping or the friend zone, people get but fucking hurt. And it, you Dude, know what's weird? The great person that got out of the friend zone is Ron from Kim Possible. Because this guy was <laughs> in them sheets. Like, literally. <laughs> like, a serious end with them being together. Yeah. Well, the weird part and, is... Sorry, no, go ahead, Prodigy. I was just going to say, that there are plenty of people that actually start out as friends and then turn into a relationship. Some get married and shit. That, yeah. that certainly fucking happens. And there are also and some women don't want to admit this, but there are also some single guys who are friends with women who would love to fuck them. <laughs> and I know that that seems impossible. Oh, he's my best friend, whatever. There are those guys, a, a vast majority, that would be interested in having the friendship turn into something more sometimes. Well, and that, that goes both ways, too. I think there's a lot of women that have guys as yep. friends that do the same thing. Like, listen, yep. um, I was in the friend zone for, like, a long time, and I was fine with that because I didn't understand. Like, it was when I was much younger. Obviously not the man who I am today. But, like, being in the friend zone sort of sucks, but you put yourself in there and you, you accept it. You know what I mean? It's like you learn from it. Yeah, you learn from it. Like most people should learn from it. Don't don't get bitter from it. Like literally, the person I was in the friend zone with, we're friends to this day, and we're yep. we're we're fucking fine. There's no weirdness at all, you know. But people get weird about it. And it's just like, listen, 
it, when you're young, you, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't understand relationships. You don't understand what the fuck you want. And um, when I think about, like, this is... When my mind goes to, like, hey, what if we got together? What if that person that I was in the friend zone with, if we got together and was fucking terrible? And we're not friends anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I'm generally happy where I'm at right now. But with that person, I don't fucking know if I'd have been happy. You know what I mean? I think it's a, a lot of folks they don't really understand is, like, listen, they, they have, like, this weird um, infatuation with people for, like, far too long. They think that no matter what, they'll be happy with them. But you don't know all their hang-ups. And they don't know all yours. And you have to keep that in mind when you, you know, talk about being in the friend zone. It's like, you're in the friend zone for a reason. If you cannot accurately depict your feelings for another person, um, then, you, first of all, you do not deserve to be with them in general. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's your, that's like, your fuck up. Back in high school, like, I had, a, I had a female friend who was like a really close friend of mine. And we ventured outside of our friend zone. We became, we became a couple. And it, I would say be, being friends is good building blocks for a really good relationship. And her and I, we had an amazing relationship. I mean, it ended eventually, but like, you know, the friend zone does this. You can get out of the friend zone, but you just got to kind of, like like we said earlier, you got to gotta fill the room. got to fill the room to see yeah. how things are going. But it, it takes work, like way more work than I think most people like really understand. It's yeah. like... Like, think of, like, a friend of yours from the opposite sex that you're not attracted to and then thinking about yeah. being in a relationship with them. For, like, what for whatever reason. It'd be fucking awkward, right? So, yeah, from yeah. a female perspective or from the opposite sex perspective, think about that. And I think that a lot of people, they don't think about that. They're just, like, thinking that, oh, well, we get along so well, blah, 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 blah. But there's, like, a, there's like a distinct distinction from being attracted to somebody and, and then for them to be attracted to you. Like, it has to work both ways. You know, and, and, it, yeah. and there's the whole di- difference between maybe you both are attracted to each other, but either the timing's wrong, yeah. or you don't think that the re- they're they or you don't think that they are relationship material, or they don't think that you're relationship material, regardless of being attracted to each other. That fucking happens too. Oh, that happened too. Essentially, we we've all sort of I would put a, a nice little round number. I say eighty percent of us have been in the friend zoned by somebody or whatever. I think mm-hmm. that's a pretty conservative number to say or whatever. Uh, man, I'd be breaking walls. Busting <laughs> <laughs> in the I walls. Mean, <laughs> you gonna love me. Them sugar walls. <laughs> Essentially, it goes back to like, going back to like junior high, high school days and stuff like that. You get your first crush. You don't really know how to talk to the girl. Things are awkward. Oh, I'm so used to hanging out with my boys, but she's kind of cool. And it just becomes this big, awkward embarrassing salad and everything we've we've all experienced it in some way shape or form but you learn from it and everything Mm. and if you are mature enough to like laugh at yourself and be like you know what yeah i was fucking stupid i wrote a fucking poem or whatever yeah yeah (laughs) you you, you do some embarrassing shit or whatever Do you like me? Circle yes, no, maybe. Like we we all have those skeletons in our closet for the most part. But I think where people get really, really sensitive is that, yeah, I did that when I was fifteen, not when I was twenty-seven. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I, that's where I think people start to when they see that mirror being turned on them at that age, and they're like, oh yeah, uh, 
you you uh you drove her you bought her a gift certificate to go get her nails done and and blah 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 and did, did all this like kind of boyfriendy ish stuff but yep. she's she's not even like looking at you like that and you're yep. of that age where it's like bruh you you should know better like what, what are you trying yep. to do you're, you're you're chasing the cat but you're not getting <laughs> anywhere like you're you're way you're you're back in the game back like in the 90s and stuff like that someone so, needs to school you on what it is that you're doing because you're wasting valuable prime pimping years right now yes. chasing after this girl that doesn't want to talk and people what, get butt hurt when you when you tell them that what so, comedian talk, was it that said that a friend a friend zone is just a dick under in a glass was that like was that either, <laughs> chris rock was it richard pryor no, Rick, Chris Rock is a, is a, it's a dick in a glass jar, breaking emergency. Hold on. But never... Go okay, ahead. Go ahead. All right. Let me, I'll, I'll tell you a true story. Like me and like my super early 30s. This is like probably like right after I turned 30. This is like after I was separated. All right. I was married, but I was separated. All right. So I found a girl. And, yeah. Blue Nose, because <laughs> she was there with me. And yeah. I was like, all right, we, we made like... We became me and this girl became like really good friends, and early on we're like, listen, if for whatever reason we're not feeling it, we're just gonna tell each other and we'll just break it off, and we're good to go. Like there's no commitment like whatsoever. It's like literally like it got broken off on the other end from me, and I was just like, oh, okay. I mean it sucks, but I mean, we made a promise, right? So I'm not gonna be an asshole. I'm not gonna fucking stalk you. I'm not gonna fucking drag you through a bunch of fucking emotional bullshit it's like you said you weren't feeling it anymore so we're good to go like it's fine and we're still friends to this day we, we don't talk very often because of obvious reasons we like we have other relationships because it'd be fucking weird um if we kept talking like a lot but it's like listen we're adults and we understand that you know it didn't work out but we're not gonna we're not gonna drag each other through the fucking dirt and like fuck, fuck over each other and our future relationships. And that's the adult thing to do. Is if you come yes. through it like that. But a lot of people, they, they're like, they don't make any kind of... They don't make conversations like that from the get-go. Like, if you are dating and you don't want to have, like, a committed relationship, you need to let the other person know, like, right away. And that's what uh, the other person did for me. She was like, listen, I'm not ready. And actually, at the time, neither was I. I wasn't really ready to have like a committed relationship. So I was like, okay, we're good. So if you, if either one of us say like it's off, then it's off. No complaints. And like once she broke it off with me, it was, it was fine. I was like, cool, you know, we're good to go. Like I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to fucking text you in the fucking middle of the night. Be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Fuck that shit. We're adults. <laughs> All right. So if you're going to break up with somebody, be a fucking adult about it and don't stalk them. Don't fucking try to fight their ex their their new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it's like fucking shut the fuck up move the fuck on with your own life and be and be okay with your own you need to be you need to, you need to love yourself first i hate to use that fucking term love your love yourself and move on and don't yep. continue to like weigh down your life with that other person uh, i will tell you i i hear you a, a thousand percent that's good really good advice for, for me, I remember like there was a time in way back in my in my 20s and whatnot, <laughs> early dating and just telling people like, look, I'm not looking for another friend. 
If, yeah. if, if we're on like date number one or two and you're not feeling me, tell me fucking now. Yeah. Because if you think, oh, well, we're getting to know each other and we're going to eventually become friends. Nah, we're already in our 20s and I'm not interested in being friends with your ass. And that was just my mentality at the time. Now, I've, I've matured a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But I will still say we a need shoulder to tie on becomes that. a dick to ride on. <laughs> we need Mishka to confirm that last statement. I've matured since. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember telling the girl that too, like, yeah, I'm not, I got a bunch of friends. I'm not looking for more fucking friends. Like, I'm down here for something else. And yeah. I, I, I don't want. Life. You gotta let him know. I don't want to know your name. I just want baby bang, baby bang. bang. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, honest, the the more honest you are with your like your partner, the better off you'll be. Like you 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 will literally cut off bullshit right away. And I think most people like they they drag on bullshit throughout their lives in their relationships. But like, listen. Oh, but I can make it work. I can make it blah blah blah. Fuck that shit. Just fucking cut. Unless you have kids. And even with kids, it's like, are your kids? If you're if you're arguing with your with your partner, is that really good for your kids? No, I'll tell you right now, it's not. All right, so cut it cut it off as soon as possible, rip the bandit off, and find somebody else new that works better for you as a person, and don't just drag it out. Yeah. True. <laughs> but the friend zone exists, bitches. The friend zone does yeah. exist. And some of those male friends of yours, I'm talking to you ladies, some of those male friends of yours, if they're single, and not all, but some of them were probably interested and some of them have expressed interest in you and you did put them in the friend zone. It happens. Well, no, 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 hold yeah, on, hold on, stop, hold on, wait, 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 stop. Prodigy. Mm-hmm. They might, the female might not have put them in the friend zone. Yeah, that's why I said, that's why I said some. Well, yeah, Not yeah, but they... And it could happen the reverse. Uh, yeah, a lot of dudes that get in the friend zone, I was one of them, they accept the friend zone. So I, yeah, I can't... absolutely. Yeah, I just, I, I just want to differentiate right there. That's all, that's all. Yeah, that that certainly can happen. I just... It, it, it always just seems funny to me that there are literally people that want to <clears throat> uh, die on the hill of saying that it never happens and oh, it doesn't no. exist. Yeah, it definitely exists. I always exists. say to you... Yeah. Bullshit! I lived my life. I know what I know what this fucking exists. Yeah, it exists on both sides. Like I've seen one, like there's people that I know, like previously, you know, not anymore. But I've been around some thirsty ass chicks. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking thirsty, but no, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's that yeah. that that shit happens. In the friend zone. What's up? I said I've had to throw some girls in the friend zone. Yeah. Hopefully, this is podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah. Not a, not everybody is literally the right pussy for you. Or the right dick. Point blank. Yeah. Or the right dick, yeah. Or pussy to pussy. Or, or shark dick to ass, I guess. Male <laughs> ass. Anyway. What does a shark uh, dick look like anyway? I, have, I actually have no idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can Google it. I know what a whale look like. That's terrible. I don't know why I know what a whale dick looks like, but I, I yeah, do. Why do you? Why do you know? Because they have the biggest yeah, dicks in like the, the world. Biggest, like, in the world, or yeah. some shit. That's big old. I think dick. They have like a, I have like the the Macedonian or some shit. But it, but it, it is not like per like what the size per capita? Not per capita. Per body what weight. BMI. Yeah, per like, like the size. Mass. 
Yeah, like body mass. Like, yeah, whales have huge dicks because they're huge. But I think it's like the sea urchin and like something else have like huge dicks like compared to like the size of their body. I know, I know what you're yeah. talking about. I think it's like it's either like a rat or some kind of like mammal that their their penis to body ratio is like I'm gonna look extreme. It up. Largest dicks per capita. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title. Yeah, I'm pretty of the sure it's all in the White House. Conus makes it seem like you can buy a fucking dick like it's real estate. I guess. Holy fuck. While he's looking that up, oh, what, what's going on with I looked, the... I looked up Go largest ahead. penis and it was uh, 13.5 inches, but I'm pretty sure it's way bigger than that for humans. Just saying, I've seen some shit. Yeah, man. It said John Falcon is the guy. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's... And that... Just, I've, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll keep anyway. looking. You said Vin Diesel. You seen his dick? <laughs> no, uh, uh, wait, no, Shane Diesel, Shane Diesel. Oh, Shane Diesel. Oh, I did Vin Diesel. <laughs> Somebody's been on the fappening recently. There you go. Yeah, it's definitely uh, this guy. So, this is bull fucking bullshit. So, I looked up largest penis. I came up with some dude. There's some. There's a guy, like, in, like, South America. His dick was, like, literally a fucking leg. And he had to wrap it up. So, it's definitely not this fucking guy. They say it's not, definitely not 13.5 inches. It's way bigger than that. So fuck you, Google. Jesus Christ. Because I've seen this dude. And like, <laughs> he literally... No, no, no. I, I saw him like on a... Uh, it was like a news story because he, could, he couldn't like yeah. have sex with anybody because his dick was like literally too big. And it was like literally too like... The, it was like bigger than the size of my arm. <laughs> Goddamn. So apparently Let's the, get the, the barnacle like, coals is probably the last thing you would think of. In fact, it's body size... To its penis size is ten to one. God damn! damn. It reaches re ten times the length of its body. That's big. Could you imagine it's... your penis was ten size, ten times longer? Oh, <laughs> no, no. Knocking over shit. You'd have to pole vault over shit. God damn. Okay, so I'm, I'm trying to get to some Star Wars news. Good. <laughs> you want to talk about dick some more or what? Because there's, uh, there's, 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 like... there's an eight foot, there's an eight foot penis. On here right now, so it's the blue whale. I'm just saying. To, to, um, to oh, little Richard, little, this was a little not to little Richard. Old ninja, Star Wars, Mandalorian news dropped. Did you see this? Oh yeah, of course I've seen this. I, I've been had seen this. I mean, we getting um, Katie Sackoff, Battlestar Galactica, my favorite Starbuck, the blonde. Bombshell Katie Sackoff in in Mandalorian. Yeah, so she's reprising her role because she's been in this role since I think 2014 or something like that. Wait, what? So she's she's been the voice of Bo Katan, her character oh, from uh, yeah, she's been the voice of Bo Katan from Star Wars: The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And she will now play the live-action counterpart in the upcoming season two of um, The Mandalorian. And now Lucasfilm is also saying that Mandalorian season two is on track to release for November or October with no no COVID nineteen interruption. So they're in they're in post production right now. So they're working on special effects and whatnot. So I'm, I'm fucking down for this. For those who, of you who missed for whatever reason Battlestar Galactica and I didn't watch it while it was on I waited till right after it ended and then and then it became one of my favorite sci-fi shows of all time 
Katie Sackhoff is a fucking tour de force on that fucking show, and I will give almost anything that she's in a chance, except for that bullshit Netflix show from 2019 that was fucking awful and deserved a rotten egg eggplant. But what, Katie Sackhoff, Starbuck, is fucking great. What show are you talking about? What show? What show? It was a sci-fi Netflix original. I can't, uh, of Earth or some another Earth, some bullshit. It was uh, the worst thing I'd ever fucking seen. It was okay. really bad. I talked um, about it on here. So, uh, before I quickly segue, Katie Sackoff is yeah. in. She's in the Flash. She's in the. She's been in the Flash for like, I think maybe three seasons. Because she showed up this current season. She was in it last season. Oh yeah, so she's been in since uh, the the Thinker. So she's been what, in there wait. for three seasons. What what character was she in the Flash? She's Amu Amulet or Amuet, yeah. whatever. She's Amulet, the chick with the the metal arm. She can control. With her oh yeah yeah i so, can't stand it yeah so <laughs> she does a fake british accent on the show and her she's in this current season of flash she was in the uh, valentine's day episode where she like yeah. she hated her man but then they're like they're about to kill each other and then they end up making out and stuff in front of like iris and barry and they couldn't figure out what to do it's like right before crisis hit so that shit was kind of funny um i mean she's been she's been great on the clone wars as uh, um, she's a Mandalorian. She's in the story in the lore. If you haven't watched it, she's like a very, pro very prominent character on the show, especially with the um, the Mandalorian. She's very like a astound character in the show. So I'm excited. This is this does take place after Return of the Jedi. So um, I'm curious. Oh, we also there's other news that um, they're bringing back Boba Fett. So Boba Fett yeah. didn't die in Return of the Jedi. They're bringing back uh, Tamara Morrison, who played um, Jango Fett, and he was the. Vo they dubbed his voice for Empire Strikes Back for Boba Fett. They're bringing Wait, him didn't back. Boba, didn't Boba Fett fucking die in, a, in the that little stand? The pit. In the Sarlacc pit, but apparently he cut his way no. out or somehow yeah. he got out. Um, he fell also in. Season one of Mandalorian with um, Ming Na Wen's character. Uh, everyone suspected that it was Boba Fett that came to her after she was like knocked out and potentially killed or whatnot. And we may get that this coming season, so we're gonna Do see. We get enough of her, to be honest. She had like I mean, ten minutes she on screen. Like, she had like one episode. Yeah, so, I need more Mina. So we'll probably see her again. Um, we're definitely gonna see um, Bo Katan, and we're gonna see Boba Fett. So be prepared for more like uh high-ranking mandalorians in season two and we're gonna see ahsoka tano so we're yeah. seeing characters from both the clone wars and star wars rebels in live action again one of the i, I want to say one of the first ones was saw Gerrera. we saw him in rogue one played by uh forrest whitaker so we're seeing more of that now so i'm excited i can't wait for season two it's gonna be great me too are, are we ever gonna uh, see I, I, my I, girl sorry I was gonna say, are we ever gonna see my girl Jin Ursu in like something before Rogue One? No idea. No idea. I mean, oh. Disney Plus does have the Casting Andor uh, series in the works, even though it's on hold because of COVID nineteen. But they did some casting news. They recasted the lady who played Mon Mothma in uh, Rogue One. She's coming onto the series. Um, that's as far as I know that and uh, Diego Luna is obviously back but other than I that just, we're still waiting for that and then Obi-Wan is on hold even though we're gonna get that so there's a lot of shit Star Wars wise I, I, that's coming 
I feel like I just will say this. Rogue One was really good. I feel like if they gave me a little bit more Jen Ursu, I, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. I would like more stories with her prior to that time. One movie was did not feel like enough. I mean, you never know. We could, but we probably won't. Honestly, never I, never. I feel like they, they would make a, uh, a movie about the Alphabet Squadron before they did a Jen Ursu Damn. movie. I mean, Alphabet Squadron in the book was was pretty good. Just saying. Yeah, I hear you. So, who right. knows what's going to happen, but I'm excited about this. Do we want to go to Beat and Beast? Oh, uh, what do we got? Everybody have it up? Uh, well. Do I have to do it? I like you, yeah, you asking. You don't do fucking it. know. How fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, man. So, what are your before. guys' thoughts on of uh, Dead to Me? Well, I've only watched like the first two oh, episodes, man. Yeah, but so far I thought I uh, between this and I watched season two, and it's 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 like it it kicks you in the field a whole lot. Like if you if you if you have if you have a mom, if you grow up with a mom, like this shit's gonna kick you in the fucking field, like heavily. Well, who doesn't have a mom? I'm just saying. Well, you know, some people don't have moms that are great. <laughs> Wait, you didn't say a grandma. You said a mom. Your mom, your mom could have sold you to fucking some uh, some kind of empire so that your your grandfather doesn't find out who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some Star Wars shit. I mean, yeah. Uh, did but we I'll... talk about Nicolas Cage being Joe Exotic? No, like, no, no, no. We're, we're talking about Dead to Me. I know. <laughs> Stay on topic. <laughs> I gotta switch gears. Wait, Stitch, have you watched um, Dead to Me yet? I'm on like episode five of this. Um, some crazy stuff. Don't I mean, spoil obviously it, goes please. on, and I don't. We won't get into spoilers and stuff uh, yet. Maybe like next week or whatever. Um, I'm trying to see where they're going with this season yet. So I, I kind of think in the next like two episodes, I'll understand. Um, well, the point of the series is one of the things they they keep doing is they keep like kind of teasing you. Like they'll they'll talk about something, then something else will fucking happen. Like at least we're like the second season or seven episode. Um, we learned that the one dude had a brother, which fucking throws everybody. <laughs> yeah. For a well, yeah, that was like yeah. the most bullshit thing ever. <laughs> I was like the cheap way out, huh? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that like, totally oh, tripped me out. Somebody go. Like the the cop and um, I think what's their name, Judy. Like the shit that's going on with them, and like there's a little bit of other backstories going on. Like they they really keep everything in, but like literally the last episode is like holy shit, I did not fuck this shit coming. How many episodes is it this season? Um, there's eight or either eight or ten. There's ten. There's ten episodes. Alright, gotcha. But so I like I like Christina Applegate like actually doing like a role like she's like still pretty funny in it but like those fucking kids man like she like her older son is like come on dude you gotta stop being a fucking dick dude the, <laughs> a lot of I don't know if it's just maybe me but some of these like acting kids annoy the shit out of me I mean, obviously I love the Stranger yeah. Thing kids they're they're great they're they're awesome but like some of these. Kids and like I remember even like this. this I, I think the son in Breaking Bad. I just wanted to punch him, fucking. Uh, I want to choke the shit out of. Uh... 
even in kids in fuller house they they you just wanted to yeah oh yeah yeah i forgot about those fucking idiots but yeah uh <laughs> the the son in this one just needs to be fucking just you need to just bring out the belt <laughs> not even that fucking boxes love him something put that little fucker in his place yeah like the fact that he out. like curses at his mom is like like the first time he's when he's when he said like fuck around his mom like i thought about the time when i said like a bad word to my mom and just the ass when i got and i'm like dude like really like how the fuck is this on tv but then again it's it's, it's the white family so you kind of kind of get away with that shit no i mean you can't even say that i mean listen i think i talked about it on the podcast before but I, I don't spank my my youngest daughter and she's okay <laughs> so i don't think that uh i'm probably the minority on this podcast I don't think you need to spank your kids to uh, discipline them. So, it, here's here's what I'll say. I don't have any problem with that statement at all. I think it is totally fine. Um, I'm going to be very vocal. Well, semi-vocal because I don't know who's listening. There there have been times when, in theory, hypothetically, I may have had to uh, tap a few kids up for being real wild and real bad. <laughs> after multiple yelling and multiple uh, attempts at trying to get them to listen. But um, we never had this conversation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I, I've raised, I, I've raised one kid. I'm raising another kid. I, I spanked my oldest kid. And I think that the results that I've seen were not that great. Um, not spanking my youngest and learning how to like listen to them and like have different ways to like discipline them have worked out way better. But I mean, that's just me. I understand people just listen. Your kid is your kid. I'm not gonna tell you how to fucking live yeah. your life or raise your kids. But um, I don't see the upside to physically disciplining my child anymore. So yeah. That's that's just me. I, I need I need to get to that Zen level at one at some point, hypothetically, theoretically. Oh, I fucking yell at her <laughs> every now and again, <laughs> but I, I will not physically harm her, and that's something that yeah. you know. Even after, even before, you know, we adopted, they got to a point to like with my you know biological daughter, where I was just like, listen, I I can't continue to to do this. Like I I, I don't. I remember how it felt when I was a kid and I just I just couldn't do it anymore. So I'm like Yeah. But listen, if your kids are wilding out and that's the way you get through to them, go ahead and do it. But I figured out alternative ways to do it and I'm not doing some fucking woo woo bullshit, you know what I mean? Like yeah. no. You know, I'm, things get extreme but yeah, I, I just I'm not gonna tell you how to fucking raise your kids. But for no, me, okay. I, I don't need to fucking I'm, spank my kid. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make one distinction, and this is this is probably unique to just me, even though there's three fathers on here. There, it's hard to articulate, but there is a difference for me between my son and my daughter, and and discipline. It, it is much harder with my daughter. I, I will say on oh on, on dude, that. you know I get it because I got two daughters. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, yeah, like but, they, but, the, but with my, I'm just saying with my son, when he ain't listening, it reminds me of me not listening for yeah. shit. And I'm just like, 
Dude, here we go. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so this this is what Whoa. this is what happened to me. This is what changed my mind about like spanking and shit like that. Is that there was a time when uh, my oldest daughter was out here, and I got really mad, and I was like, "Am I mad that she's not listening, or am I mad that I'm not communicating well enough to what I really want from her?" And me physically hurting her is that going to make her understand what I want from her? And then once I understood that, like me personally, I was just like, "All right." I need yep. to like step back and like be like, listen, I need to be like a, when I say a better parent, I'm not calling you or anybody else that's listening to this a bad parent. All right. How can I be a better parent to like really make my child understand what the fuck I want? You know what I mean? And that's hard to like really do, but you can see for me, at least I saw better results of like explaining to them like what the fuck I actually wanted rather than you know the iron fist <laughs> you know and to me it ended up working out better and even with my youngest daughter I mean don't get me wrong I mean she fucking throws tantrums all the time but now it's like when she throws tantrums now like she did me a pinky promise a pinky fucking mm-hmm. promise of like not throwing tantrums so so now when she's like start freaking out I'm like yo the pinky promise I'm like, you know, we yep. made a pinky promise, and you're not supposed to throw tantrums anymore. And I, I joke with with uh, with Kmac. I'm like, listen, we did a pinky promise. She, if she breaks it, I'm fucking taking her pinky. I'm just saying, it's getting cut there off. There you go. <laughs> but I'm joking, obviously. It. I'm not gonna cover. I'm not gonna cover pinky. In a jar. Yeah, but it's like, listen. My, you know, my youngest, <laughs> she understands. It's like, listen, I made a promise, and maybe calm down. It doesn't work all the time, but most of the time, when I say, hey, you made a promise. Pinky promise. You need to stick to it. Calm the fuck down. No more tantrums. And I think communicating with you, with your kids, if you can, I understand that it's not 100% of the time. If you, if you can communicate, do it. But you, you have to build to it. So I'm not trying to yeah, tell you what the fuck well, you do with your kids. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. If we don't have, just to go back to something, if we don't have any B's and B's, uh, you guys want to round it? Round it on up? Sure. Where, where the fuck did Blue go? Blue's in the ether. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's solving crimes. Return to the void. Old Ninja, old ninja what you got populating this week? Are we wrapping up already? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're in, uh, way over two hours. Oh, a little over two hours. Uh, yeah, so tomorrow, uh, I'm enjoying these right here. So these are Freddy's ribs from uh, uh, House of Cards. We smoked these for six hours today. And, Who smoked uh, them? Did you smoke like, them? Who did that? Uh, me and my roommate, we did the rub and whatnot. We smoked. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, he's, uh, he's uh, <laughs> the skepticalism. Ribs, fool. See, if what? you're watching live right now, you can see these some ribs. Bro, sauce on it. Why don't these you got a real my, plate? Why you got a paper plate? You're at home. Uh, yeah, yeah. trying to reduce. Trying to. Hey, that's not reducing. Get the I'm fuck out home, of here. We're in the bay. Trouble plate alert. We're still on a couch. Don't be using real plates. You're not. Plate we're plate. not. We are not. First of all, we're not in the drought, oh ninja. Second of all, it takes one more. It's fucking, raining this weekend. Yeah, it takes way more water <laughs> to raise a fucking tree. I'm just saying. Get the fuck out of here. My Freddy ribs. Get anyway. Get some guys. My bird. What? Why aren't they called old ninja ribs? I'm just saying. Uh, they should be because my birthday's tomorrow. Because these are my birthday ribs. But. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> 
They're they're the recipe from Freddy's from uh, House of Cards. That's why they're called Freddy's. Okay. To honor Freddy, who the character who made them on the show. That's why. So is, uh, is that one of the pedophiles? Jesus no, Christ. no, it's uh, what's uh, that actor's name? Uh, yeah, I know he's. I don't about. remember his name. He passed away last year. We gave him a shout out on the cast. I watched the show and then like all this shit happened about that dude and I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm done. (laughs) But he didn't go to jail though. I mean, he should have. I'm just Uh, saying. uh, But yeah, uh, actually, I bought Streets of Rage 4. So I'm going to check that out and see what that's about because a lot of people are raving about it. And I I love Streets of Rage 2. I played it a lot. I think I. It's twenty four ninety nine on both PSN and Xbox Live. So That's not bad. so if let you me, let me know how you like that, and I'll, I'll jump on and I'll get that for you because I know Cake Man was asking if anyone's played. Oh and I know yeah, Cake Man's probably he did ask. It's two. We can squad um, up. But the game is two player online co op and then four four player local couch play. So I'm gonna see oh, what that's lame. about. Um, probably playing some more i've been playing uh, ghost recon breakpoint so i've been checking out that um but tomorrow i'm just probably just gonna be chilling definitely staying shelter in place um not really plan on going too much can't really have anybody over so i have a bad feeling fbi is gonna show up well that's what you do oh wait you your nuts got cut off my bad um but but still yeah that's pretty much it cross what you got uh, I made some progress on the Infinity Base the other day. Oh, yeah. I, I, I reinstalled the lights so I can work on this, the base at night now. So me and K-Mac, we started to uh, to paint the interior yesterday, and I need to buy way more paint. Because the black paint that I bought, uh, you have to do multiple layers. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably need to do like at least two layers of paint for black. Uh, I'm not gonna do the ceiling, just just three walls. What what kind of paint do you buy, Kronos? Because the paint I have for my office, like I have a black wall, and I only had to do one coat. So if you look at my wall here, so you need like to tell me black. what fucking what fucking paint you bought, because the paint I got some bare paint and <laughs> shit was not the business. I, I, went, I went to uh, oh God, I went to Kelly and Moore's. Kelly Moore, he got the paint. But yeah, I only had to use one coat, and the walls in here they were green. So, okay, again, you can't just tell me Kelly Moore black paint. You tell me exactly what the fuck paint you bought, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll get that. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you later. I can't, I can't think of the, the brand or make of it. Yeah, you got to you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. give me more information than that. Because the paint I got is going to take definitely two coats, at, at least two. But yeah, you know, I'm working on that. Uh, other than that, uh, hopefully I get my car in, my new car, sometime in the next week or so. I don't fucking know. It's been in transit for a week, so we'll, Dude, we'll like see. What's up? Yeah, it's like literally the, the car I'm gonna get is like it's been my dream. It's one of my dream cars since like shit blue. When, when did I drive that shit? It was like 2008. Dude, dude. Probably like five, six, seven years ago. No, way more than that. It was like probably. No, because I, I had my I had my G thirty five for probably a good maybe eight years. But I, I'm pretty sure it was two thousand and eight or two thousand nine. No, because my maybe yeah, because my G thirty five was two thousand four. Because I got it for the uh, the reunion, yeah. so I'm pretty sure it was two thousand eight. Because you got the you got it as a, a rental. Yes. And then I 
I totaled my car, or not totaled my car, my car was in a body shop and I got it as a loaner car too, so yeah. yeah. But I, I, got, I got the fast version of that. So it's like the, the one with the bigger motor. So, yeah. So the 50S. So we will see when it gets here and how everything works out. But um, hopefully I get this car. It's getting shipped here from Colorado and it should be nice. So, yeah, that's all I got. Dope shit. Stitch, what you got? Uh, just doing responsible black parenting. Um, for the most part. Uh, also, I, I've i been watching Blackish and fuck, it's good. God damn it. I feel so bad I was wrong. I should I, it, It's good. It's funny. I don't know what it is, but I can just sit there and just like watch episodes while I'm just like playing with the kid and everything like that. Anthony Anderson is really funny. It's a lot of hilarious topics and stuff like that. It's just like that fucking name literally put me off from the show when it fucking came out. Yeah, and I was just like, I got no interest in it. Don't wanna hear about it, don't care, it sounds dumb, or whatever. I was wrong, highly wrong, <laughs> or whatever. So I plan on watching all that. I already watched Mixed Dish. Mixed Dish is, is nice. hilarious. Because it's it's Mark Paul, it's uh, it's Zach Morris, who's the dad. Yeah. And then it's the, gr the girl looks like Lisa Turtle. Like how, Le yep. how Lisa Turtle is supposed to look like. And then she started like bleaching her skin and shit like that. So it's a hilarious watching those two be parents or whatever, and like Zach Morris is like this like hippie dude that went to Berkeley and shit like that, and then Lisa Turtle's like trying to keep real with the daughter and stuff like that, and trying to make sure that she's got like culture and understands all this other stuff that goes on with like Black history and stuff like that. So it's that's a very hilarious watch. So I've just been enjoying those two shows. Um, besides that uh cooking a good bit just uh barbecuing um, weather was a little bit weird today i thought it was gonna be nice all week but it rained which was odd um and then just sort of gaming for the most part i'll see what else is popping up on netflix oh, oh, Borderlands. oh god this i feel I, I feel like this is like a like a catholic confessional but i it was weak and i looked into animal crossing came back is on it I know. I was like, because this like thing popped up on my timeline. It's like explaining like what the deal is with Animal Crossing. I was like, let me watch this because I, I was like, everyone's talking about it. I was like, should I? I was oh, wrong shit. about Blackish. Maybe I'm wrong about Animal Crossing. <laughs> I can't be. I can't be listening to Prodigy all the time or whatever. I'm saying like, oh, this is dumb or whatever. We need it. Doing his weed hunting on on his uh whatever warrior hunter monster hunter bullshit. So I was like maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll look into getting this and I stopped myself. But it's very very interesting and it doesn't make any sense. But everyone's playing it and there's nothing else to do. So Dude, we'll see. like seriously, if if you were to lose, if the world was to end and you could upload your consciousness into like a different world. Animal Crossing would be the world that everybody would upload their, their consciousness, consciousness to. Do you play it? Not me. Yeah, I'm so Blue, Hold on, Blue, do you play it? No, I don't have a Wii. So how All the right. fuck do you know? Because I watch the video. <laughs> this fucking guy. I watch YouTube. Alright, anyway, let's move on to something. Why <laughs> did you tell your story? Uh, uh, do we do we already get blue? I was gonna do blue and then and then I'll I'll do it. Oh, um, this week um, I'm gonna continue drinking, like everybody else in the whole entire world. Um, but no, um, 
Oh, shit, what's gonna say? Uh, like, the sweetest and I finished Dead to Me. I'm gonna continue playing Borderlands 3. Um, oh, shit, there's something I don't wanna talk about. Um, well, Blue, real quick, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to. I don't give a fuck. Um, I have like 45,000 fucking uh, grapefruit trulies. Do you want them? Yes. I'm going to drop them off to your house. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. I have like so fucking many. It's like, it's ridiculous. Well, no, so like, I, I actually started I started to play with a new character. I, I started with the, the gunner girl. And I'm having a good fucking time with her. Like, it's interesting Almost, because yeah. I'm used... Because with the Siren, like, her health regenerates. But with the Gunner, it, she does not. So, like, yeah, I she's... literally have to, like, open up chests to be able to, like, regenerate. But, like, once my health gets to a certain level, I'll jump into my mech. Yes. And, <laughs> and you're invincible. And, yeah, then I'm, I'm basically I'm fucking invincible. And but when I come I'm out of it, either my shield's all the way up, or, like, everybody that's around is fucking dead. So, I'm, like, it's just... Fun fucking scouting, like the, the fucking mech takes out a lot of fucking shit, which is great. And like I just got to the, I got to the point where I had the mech wreck shit with me out of it. So like after I fucking like do the shit I need to do, I can like leave outside of the mech and it's still fucking doing damage. And I can continue, I can start scouting for like like help to get my health back up. Um, the fuck, what the fuck am I doing this weekend? So I'm looking for another job with the, one of the things I'm doing. Um, I'm really missing doing photography, like. I kind of want to start doing like this whole porch photography thing that some photographers are doing. Like families, they like just get onto the porch and the photographer just takes pictures from their porch and stuff like that. I kind of want to start doing that, but then again, it's, I have to like try out the places. But um, other than that, just, just fucking chilling. You should take nature photos, man. Huh? Nature photos. There you go. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing that too. I know Sweeney just want to take want me to take pictures of our new dog and stuff like that, but that's like if you work at a like at a, a retail place or like a like a clothing store, like you fold clothes all day, you don't want to go home and fold your own clothes just because you're so fucking tired of your clothes. <laughs> Seriously. Oof. All right. Um, for me, I have uh, started to dip my weeb ass fucking dick into some Persona Five. Um, you know, I was monster uh, monster hunting or weave hunting earlier this year. Uh, this is satisfying a JRPG itch that I had, and it is a fucking stylish ass game. I do not have the the royal one, but uh, I had a Persona Five, and I never got through it. It is literally playing an anime uh, as a JRPG, and it's fucking stylish and with great music and fantastic. Um, and then the other thing I got, just to give an update, I am still slowly making my way through fucking uh one piece and i'm loving it quite a fucking bit i'm on the rainbow mist arc if that means anything to any of the straw hat listeners we have which is all two of you that's is that, all i got is that kind of like the golden mist where i like just yeah, exactly. <laughs> I all right old ninja take us out of here all right <clears throat> you just experience black and black times infinity infinity check us out every week every wednesday night uh 8 30 live pacific time on youtube you can check us out on youtube 8 30 ish yeah you can check us out on youtube with black and black times infinity or bees and bti also on twitter that's at bees and bti b-t-a-n-b-t-i check us out on soundcloud radio republic spotify <clears throat> uh 
what am I missing? Oh, Amazon, and then visit our, our official website, binheadproductions.com, forward slash be the MTI. Check us out also on uh, Twitch and Instagram. King Shark is a top. All right. <laughs>